Go I get the keys for it to come in and we come and use it. Tony. What is his name, Tony? Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, you know, you wanted to play Little Bean instead. Aquaman's a hero! Yeah. Well, let's see what Spider Man number one looks like. I guarantee you, Blake Lowe might be shocked. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, all games radios, comic talk show, and your live weekly show about comic books. No? No, Joe? Is that not what we are? You're shaking your head? Are we okay? No, I'm shaking my head at Google. It thinks I'm an idiot. Like, <laughs> okay. like it thinks I'm not searching for what I'm searching for. Oh, like, oh. I'm sorry. Look, I like I, I derailed our own intro because I thought you were shaking your head at me. You're like, no, no, no. Shaking, I wasn't looking at you. I was looking at Google. You don't ever look at me when you shake your head at me. You always are looking off into space or the opposite direction of me. <laughs> You're always like, you, like, like, really? You're like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you're like, you always like, kind of like, look away and then shake your head, like, why do I even still have you as a friend? And the answer to that question is very simple: tenure. <laughs> tenure. I've been here too long. You can't fire me now. Whatever. It's like I don't like this job. You don't like me as an employee. Guess what? <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die in this job. As your friend. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Got the usual suspects in the building. Across from me, he is a riddle inside of an enigma, trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He is our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? On the phone, he is our resident Dark Knight detective. He's, in fact, next in line for the cowl. He is Oz. That was the other time. Is it, are we on? Take two. Take two. <laughs> Here we go. Playing intro music. Go. Go. Uh, shout out to Moses Magnum. He's not here tonight. He's off making the world a better place for you and for me. Uh, as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young, since I brought myself up. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Uh, sometimes Joe shakes his head. Not in my general direction. This is fantastic forum. Welcome. Uh, we got a great show for you tonight. We're going to be bringing you, of course, the latest in comic book news. We're going to be talking about why 90s anime might be better than today's anime. Oh, are we talking about that today? That's what you said. Huh. Are, we not, are we not talking about that, Jay? Yeah, we can. Okay. <laughs> I forgot to prepare. Oh, son of a... Look, the anime guy doesn't know this art. Okay, well, maybe... But we'll, we can still do it. Okay, we can still do it. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, race swapping for comic book movie roles and people's opinions on that. Uh, we're also going to be bringing you 
this week in comics or your week in comics um and whatever else it is that you guys want to talk about and we'll tell you how it is you can get down with the fantastic forum and let us know what it is you want to say what it is you want us to talk about in just a moment but before we do that we want to make sure that we thank mr scott rubin all games radio all games radio network uh, and of course, you guys, the all games community for long as this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Uh, we also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you got to do is give them a call at. I'm all alone. A man with I'm a man without a Moses. It's okay. Three one zero. Five three eight three one nine eight. They will send comic books directly to your door. All you gotta do is give them that call. Let them know what you want. Make sure it's a ten dollar minimum purchase, and they will go ahead and send comics directly to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. for the low flat fee of five dollars. So give them a call at three one zero five three eight three one nine eight. In fact, if you like graphic novels, if you like trade paperbacks as opposed to the single issues, Jeffries can do that for you too. You can buy three. Mention Fantastic Forum. You know what they're going to do? They're going to give you a fourth book for free. So make sure you give them a call. 310-538-3198 is the number. Yeah. Um, I did promise you guys I would tell you how you can get down with Fantastic Forum. How you can be down with the wonderful show that is FF. <coughs> we got a few ways for you to do that. We really do. First and foremost, we have our Skype line. Skype's the free internet soft phone. It only takes a few minutes to download if you don't have it already. Uh, you can put Fantastic Forum into your contacts, hit the green button, and you will be right now the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Also, we have our call-in number, which is 310-9-FF-LIVE. That's 310-933-LIVE because uh, this is Fantastic Forum and we do it live. 310 933 5483 Sir, I wasn't paying attention. No, don't apologize for not paying attention. I need you to apologize for not being Moses. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That I won't apologize yeah. for. Yeah. I need you I need you to be Moses right now, Jay. Be Moses. Turn to Moses. Uh, dude, you should like you should really like think about doing a Moses impression. It would probably be the most hilarious thing to anyone that knows the two of you. <laughs> like that really knows the two of you. I mean, I think like people that listen to this show on a regular basis will find it highly amusing. I think those of us that get to hang around the two of you cuz you know, it's not it's not because it's going to be so dead on because it probably won't be. But the attempt of Jay trying to transform into Moses is you guys are probably as far as the Fantastic Forum's concerned, you guys are probably the furthest on the spectrum, like the two of you, right? Right. Like you got Jay on one end of the forum, and you definitely have Moses all the way over here at the other end. Like that's the it's the the biggest transformation that can ever happen on tra- on, on Fantastic Forum. Jay you should do Moses. it in front of Moses and freak him the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> right. What if it was really good? He's like Moses would be like. This motherfucker doing me? <laughs> like I can totally see that. I can see that. Look, trust me, my Moses impression is almost as terrible. I think like, <laughs> it's too. It's maybe a half step above your Moses impression. Only a half step, but still, yeah. 
Um, also, we have the All Games chat room. Chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat, whichever you prefer. Uh, those are both happening, and this is where we take comments directly out of chat. And we'll bring them into our show, such as Jay. Let's get a witty chat comment here for me, why don't you? Uh, Dungeon Buster says, still love 80s and 90s style anime. There you go. There you go, indeed. So, shout out to Dungeon Buster. I'm glad, I'm glad that you're here for that topic, Dungeon Buster. Uh, we hope that you'll, you'll have some input for us when that time comes. Um, yeah, so this is a fantastic forum. So, I told you how to get down with the forum. I told you who we all are. I talked about sponsors. I think that's all the the like homework that we have, right? That's all the all the time we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. We'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> right. Same fantastic time, same fantastic channel. So uh, let's not uh, mince too many other words. Let's go right into some comic book news. Hit the theme, Jay. Um. I thought you were good. like. I was just waiting for you to like start to sing something. Nah. He's like, I'm no. He's like, he's like, oh, I got a theme for you. You got a theme in there or something? What are you gonna play? News. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Okay, I like it. Short and sweet. Wait, wait. Was that was that Joe or was that the? <laughs> it was. Theme? It was definitely Joe. He sounded good, huh? That's really wild. I don't know. I didn't know how he achieved those kind of harmonies. I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, a lot of a lot of interesting news came out this past week. A lot of really good stuff. So a lot of it was on, you know, the multimedia front or whatnot. A lot of it was like TV and movie news, but a lot of like straight up comic book news came out as well. And so we're definitely gonna cover it all we'll be talking about news for a couple segments today so fret not we'll probably get to your story and if not just you know you call in make sure we get to the story um but let's start off with this rumor there's a rumor about warner brothers slash dc and their cinematic universe and what they're doing over there we've we've heard i mean it rumors have abound with dc in regards to Batman Superman or Superman versus Batman or whatever they're going to end up calling it but Batman or Superman call anything other than world's finest <laughs> it's going to be called something other than world's finest I can almost guarantee you that why cuz they're not they're going to be at odds they're at odds in some of the in some of the world in uh in some in of the, the world's, finest. world's finest they started off at odds I don't think in the initial one. Yeah, they started out. They started off Batman versus Superman. I mean, they didn't. Well, actually, yeah, they did fight. Because as soon as Superman lays a hand on Batman, he's flipped over across the table. That's true. But yeah, I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's going to be called World's Finest. But hey, we don't know. It there might was that one story where Batman ended up stealing Superman's powers. Yes, they were at odds then. Yes, so they could call it World's Finest. Okay. Alright, well hey, we'll we'll go world's it's called World's Finest. We're we're confirming it here for you on Fantastic Forum. It's bat it's bat Superman versus Batman colon world's finest apostrophe. No exclamation. <laughs> exclamation mark. We're confirming it. 
we're not confirming that. I just want you guys to know. Like, please look. I, I'm totally gonna pull a. Uh, I, I don't even know if it's comic book movie or Latino review. Do they both have disclaimers? Take this all with a grain of salt. <laughs> it's, like, it's like as long as you say take it with a grain of salt, you don't have to be held accountable for anything you say after that. Apparently, it's like take the now take this with a grain of salt. But I heard that Batman's gonna be a black man. <laughs> it's like Ben Affleck is gonna be in blackface as Bruce Black Bruce Wayne. That's what that's the rumor. Take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> what? What's happening with this movie? Blackface Ben Affleck. That would be messed up. That would be... Joe, the only... Messed up... Unless you're going to curse, messed up is where you start. I mean, dude, we all laughed at Robert Downey Jr. when he did blackface. No, different thing. So, I mean... Different different situation. It's like, you know... It's like one of those things where you're like, okay, maybe a white person can say the N-word if they're talking about it in a purely academic form you know it's like we're adults i can understand i heard that. i, I heard see Robert Downey Jr. is gonna be steel in blackface ben affleck's gonna be steel in blackface no robert downey robert down robert downey he already knows how to work in a suit there it is no there's a great scene in clerks too where the guy's like using a whole bunch of racial slurs just like saying that those are racial slurs Right. Because he didn't realize that what word he used was a racial slur. <laughs> He's like, that's this, the, this, uh, that, 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 that's a racial slur. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So, but here's the actual rule. Like, I never even heard of that one until till I saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the actual rumor, though, the actual rumor is the reason why we've been hearing about all these different people potentially being cast in in the weeks previous <laughs> Uh, being cast for particular roles in Superman versus Batman is because what's in actuality happening is that Warner Brothers and DC are actually filming uh, Superman versus Batman with what might be a one of those after the credit kind of cameo scenes that it, that features the Justice League and will end in a cliffhanger that will lead directly into a Justice League movie that will be coming out the following year. So the idea is, or at least what, like I said, the rumor again is that they're actually filming or the, the next part of the rumor is that they're actually filming the Justice League movie concurrently or at the same time or back to back with the Superman versus Batman movie. Kind of like it, Lord of the Rings style. Now, is anyone else getting tired of after the credit scenes? No. It's like... I'm not. I mean... I mean, don't get me wrong. They're, they will get played out at some why point. Why do I want to sit through, like, <laughs> Just put 20, the end of minutes, the movie? <laughs> 20 minutes worth of credits for a 10-second scene... Like I mean, you you said it like you can't leave the seat. No, I mean, I could. You can wait for us in the car. <laughs> I mean, nobody's saying you have to watch it. I know, but you can't be like. But I, I would like to. Right. But that's why at you the same there, time, I am getting tired of having to wait twenty minutes for this scene. 
I mean, you realistically, you don't wait 20 minutes. No, it's about 20 minutes for the credits. I mean, the, the credits in all is, are 20 minutes, maybe. They're probably closer to 15. But you're going to go, like, they have the major credits. And then they usually put a scene there. And then they'll have, like, the the rest of the credits that are, like, you know, the long rolling thing. And then maybe they'll put a scene after that. But they very well may not, too. Is it getting to be too much? It's not too much, Jay. I can understand back in the day. Just don't do it. What? Just don't do it. You, you it, Look, either you want to see it or you don't. You can't complain. No one's making you watch it. I think I can complain. You can't. It's not worth complaining about. I think it kind of is. It's like you, it'd be different if you can't see it on YouTube. But you can see it on YouTube. But you're basically I don't watch saying movies on YouTube. Nobody's saying nobody's saying watch the movie on YouTube. You can go see the end credit scene. Yeah, I don't want to later. Do that. Well, yeah, okay. why don't I go to YouTube no, for stuff? No, no, nobody's saying that you should, or nobody's saying that we you should want to. What I'm saying is, if you want the theater experience, you got to watch the credits and wait for that scene because guess what? That's how movies work. <laughs> You know, it'll be you can like wait for the Blu-ray and then fast forward through the credits. You could do that too. You know, it's, it's like you're like it's, it would be as if you're complaining about credits at the beginning of a movie. And you're like, why do I have to sit through like you're watching James Bond? Why do I have to sit through this title sequence? Why can't they just cut directly to the movie instead of this abstract thing with the music from the chick that I don't even know because she's like po- super popular now, but I won't learn about her till two like a year and a half later. It's like. I will say that's James Bond. That's I've what seen you do. movies that just start and of don't course. do opening credits. No, but James Bond movies don't do that. James Bond movies have a, a title sequence, an opening title sequence, and that's what they do. It's like they don't even put naked women in it anymore. Super superhero movies, as of late, have had a, a hidden scene after the credits. They're after the credits. They they try to break it up for you at least by giving you one in the middle. But they're like, guess what? If you want to see the, all of it, you're gonna have to wait to the end. But that's not what you complain about. It's not. It really isn't. It's like it's it's the movie. It's the movie. It's it's like you're the guy. You're like, well, why do people have to be in the movie theater with me? Well, movies are public. Until you get a private theater, Joe, you gonna have to see movies with other people that no, you don't. I'm know. fine with that. I know you are. But what I'm saying to you is the two things are the same. It's like you, there's no. You would actually have a better chance of complaining about other people. Because there are other people that feel like that, too. It's like, yeah, you know what? Other people shouldn't be allowed at movies. Only me. It's like, you're a dummy, but you have a small collective of dummies with you that agree, and you guys can go watch movies together if you want. Rent out all the theaters you want, as long as you pay for <laughs> You know? It's like, it's okay. But no, man. That's the system. That's the way it goes. You can wait, or you cannot. But, you, you know, it's not worth complaining about. It's like, dude. What do you want them to do? You want them to show? You want them to show them? You know what? Let's show those move. Let's show those scenes before the movie starts. That way, you don't have to wait at all. You know, <laughs> just like I'm ignoring your. Comment. I would be happy, or I would be happy if they gave more content. So you want an additional movie after the credits? Not an additional movie. He's like a TV episode. But I mean, twenty minutes. I waited twenty. I should get another twenty of of content. If I have to sit through 20 minutes of credits, I should get five minutes of content for that. No, you shouldn't. I think I should. 20 minutes of credits, by the way, is an exaggeration. 
It's it's really not like it, no. They're, it like, really they're like three four minutes tops. No no no. Credits are longer than that. Cre- the no. credits cre- on on average credits are definitely longer than three minutes. They're they're probably ten. <laughs> or they can they can be ten. Maybe not all of them, but so, like big budget movies have a lot of people that that work on them. Which which that's the thing that you have to realize. It's like you're you looking- know back in the day we didn't care about the best boy grip. And his assistants. Yes, yes, they were always there. Nope, they were there, but we didn't care. That's why when you watch an old movie, the shit goes by, like, in seconds. But we should care. Like, sometimes the credits are done before the screen even goes black. Those those people are important. You would not have movies without them. I mean, you can't even get around that. That's true. Yeah, but we don't need to recognize them. Well, when do you want to get recognized? They don't get Oscars for best boy, for freaking the grip. The grip doesn't no Oscar for that. They should go unrecognized. Oh, oh, these are the unsung heroes of movies, right? So I see you got you guys. They are should so do selfish. it for the love. You guys are so selfish. <laughs> they got a they got a paycheck, right? You got no. Look, listen. They deserve the credit, which is all that is. It's literally the credit. It's like. It, it, it's not even like it's one guy that gets his name plastered on that screen over and over and over again. It's like they're trying to show everybody that has something to do with this movie in a friggin' super as as short amount of time as they can. It's you not- know, it's the worst production babies. Like, <laughs> no, I don't give a fuck. No, production babies are important. Yeah, the production babies really had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, no. they didn't help. If anything, they, if, if if anything, they, they were a hindrance. No. Were no, 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 no. The babies are important because that's acknowledgement of the families that put up with the long hours. Like that guy should have been in the delivery uh, room. The family that got food put on the table. This. No, yeah, no, no, they, no, they no, up no, with, no, no. They put up with a guy bringing home a check. This guy missed the birth of his baby. He missed the birth of his baby so us losers could have friggin' Batman or Superman wait, versus wait, wait, Batman. Wait, wait. wait, now you're excited because we don't know that he missed anything. Oh, All we know oh some of those guys missed the birth of their baby. Some of those guys missed the birth of their babies. I don't believe it. So, guess what? We're putting all the babies and, on the And you know what? If they did, you're welcome. <laughs> you're, wel- you're welcome. Ain't, ain't nobody that, need to see that. That he missed the birth of potentially his first child? Yeah, because that ruins <laughs> sex for many a man. <laughs> he doesn't have to look into the vagina. He can be in the room. Look, if they don't let you sit outside with a cigar, then I don't care. Yeah. So, stop it, you guys. Guess what? You have popcorn, you have drink, eat and drink, and wait. <laughs> Well, by the time the credits roll around, isn't that all that done? It depends on how good you are at your popcorn to movie uh, rationing. Like if, you, if, you, if you still have all that stuff and you you haven't been doing anything. That's like you've been eating your popcorn leisurely, which is okay. You don't have to be a glutton and finish your popcorn in the middle of the movie. It'll be cold. Tiger Claw says, what if they did something ballsy and put an after credit scene at the end of Star Wars Episode 7? I don't think that's ballsy. I'm not sure I would care. Which one, at this point. which one is Episode 7? That's The new one getting ready to come out. Oh, right. That's the, supposed to be the continuation of... Yeah, the new one. First new Star Wars movie in, like, what? Right. 10 years? 15 years? I don't know. I'm, I don't... Yeah, you don't care about a new Star Wars movie. 
I kind of don't. Really? It's... I mean, I don't have a lot of faith in the people making it. Really? You don't think... You don't think the guys over at Disney will make a better Star Wars movie than the prequels? Like, that's really the, where the bar is, right? Like, as long as we're better than the prequels, we're all good, aren't we? No, I want something that rivals the original trilogy. I mean, okay. But no, I mean, I want something like that, too. I would agree with you. What I'm saying to you is, if they try to rival the original trilogy, but what they actually do is make a movie that's better than the prequels, that's a win, right? I mean, I could just sit home and watch the original trilogy again, right? Well, yeah, but you can do that and watch this movie. You yeah. can make the same argument for you reading the books, which you love. Did they? <laughs> did <laughs> they announce? The, no, it's not true. How is that not true? It's like, I don't have to read those books. I could just watch the movies over again. But they're different stories. And some of those books... So you think episode 7 is going to be the same story as the original trilogy? Some of those books are better than the movies. I mean... And so... But you didn't didn't know that before you read them. That's true, too. Well, I mean, you never know anything beforehand, but I have faith in the people doing the books. Wow. And I don't have faith in Disney. Like, what? what, Where? Okay, let me ask you this question. What are the bad movies that Disney is making? Um, Brother Bear 1 and 2. <laughs> Brother Bear 1 and 2? That's yes. where you're going to go? And that cow movie with Rosie O'Donnell. Or not Rosie. Home on Ro- the Range? Roseanne Barr. Yeah. Ho- Home on the Range? Right. Okay, so you're talking about, like, I mean, which, which don't get me wrong. I, I don't know this for a fact, but I almost can guarantee that both of those movies are both you know the the uh, the Brother Bear movies and Home on the Range are like movies that are in association with other production studios, but let's say they're not. Those those two movies, which I'm sure are probably like fifteen to twenty years old, right? No, they're not that long. They were they were in the two thousands. Anything that's not in the two thousands is almost fifteen years old. You know what? Yeah, let's say it was in the 2000s. Okay. Technically, it might have been 99. Okay. 99 is 15 years old. (coughs) I'm just saying. 99 is 15 years old. But okay. Whatever. We'll say 10 years ago. Those... We're going to pick those three movies. Out of all the movies that Disney has put out, that at this point, I mean, has included, like, amazing movies with Pixar... Brother Bear was 2003. Okay. Oh, okay, 2003. So it's only 11 years ago. I'll give you that. <laughs> and it's straight up Disney. Okay. Okay. But I'm saying, as opposed to like, I mean, the Toy Stories, the friggin', the friggin', I mean, all these animated joints, I mean, of course, including now, the the tail end of this, these Marvel movies, I mean... You know what? We're not going to talk about anything that they've done recently. We're going to go back to 2003 for the one or two misses that they've had out of all the movies that D- Disney's ever put out. I, mean, I would defend myself right after we get back from our first break. <laughs> this is Fantastic Forum. We'll be back. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum. We were just having a rousing discussion about... 
the ability of Disney to possibly make a, a, a truly epic Star Wars film. Jay was expressing his lack of faith in Disney and their ability to make a decent Star Wars flick. And he's going to tell us why he feels that way. Take it, Jay. Disney does certain kind of movies. And it just turns out that Star Wars is not the genre of movie that they excel at. So you you can say that Frozen's a great movie. I don't want my Star Wars to have the same tone as as Frozen. Okay, but how do you know they don't make good movies like that? Like, what have they attempted that failed? I'm just saying. Like, exactly. I, like, <laughs> they haven't attempted it because they know. Like, they know their place. Well, I mean, just because they've never done it before doesn't mean they can't do it. And not to mention, it's like it's not like Disney doesn't have resources. I mean, you did hear they hired a guy. What's this guy's name? J.J. Abrams? You heard that, right? Like, like you, you've heard of J.J. Abrams, right? Yeah, he I've heard a, of him. He has a decent handle on science fiction, right? He made... Uh, what are those movies called? Star Trek? That's kind of sci-fi, right? Sci-fi guys know those, I think. Yeah, but... <laughs> a little bit. When he did Star Trek, he had free reign to do him. Uh-huh. And Disney is not necessarily going to let him do that. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure they're going to have some input because they want to make sure that the flick turns out in a way that they feel is appropriate for the brand. Right. But like so that it's closer to Frozen instead of <laughs> no, no Star see, Wars. See, I don't, I don't think that that's true though. I don't think right, that you don't think it's true, but the fact is, you should know it's not true, but well, you don't. There's no way to know because they've and never... neither do I, which is why I don't have faith in them. So you're basically saying you're a cynic. Like, no, you you're... could try and label me. Well, I'm just with... saying, like you, you were saying, nobody knows because Disney's never really made any movies like this before, but. You could either like say, well, you know what? They're pretty competent at making movies in general. They might do okay. Or you could say, well, they never made a movie like this before. So they're probably going to fail. I mean, you can go either way. But I'm just saying what Disney's track record at failure isn't really a big one, right? Like, it's not like, generally speaking, we could agree that when Disney does something, it usually turns out better than worse. Usually. Not all the time. Because, I mean... You're right. Like, I remember uh, friggin' uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I watched that. That joint was terrible. You know, you, you say to yourself, how could the same people that made Little Mermaid make The Hunchback of Notre Dame? How could that happen? In fact, what was the movie that came out right before Hunchback? Was it Mulan? Or was that after? Um, I don't remember. Mulan might have been after. Okay, I just remember. I don't have it in front of me. The, like, I think the movie. Oh no, no, I think the movie before Hunchback might have been what Pocahontas. That wasn't that good either. But they had, you know, classic Disney flicks up until or, like two D animated flicks up until a certain point, and then they put out like two stinkers, and you're just like, wow, what happened? I mean, it, it does happen, but they get back on track. I mean. And I don't think Star Wars is not the place you decide to fail. That's why you have J.J. Abrams. Until the press release comes out where it's like, J.J. Abrams is no longer a part of uh, Lucasfilm slash Disney's Star Wars Episode 7 due to creative differences. <laughs> I don't think I would worry too much about the creative direction of of Star Trek. I mean, I think, I mean, of Star Trek, of Star Wars. Because the dude, the dude directed Star Trek 
and made it the way it was because he was like, I'm not going to get to direct to Star Wars. So I'm going to Star Wars up Star Trek. It's like he said, he, says, he said this in interviews, and that's the guy they decided to hire to direct the new Star Wars movie. Okay. I love how you d- you're just going to ignore everything I just said to you. That's okay. That's okay. Well, I mean, no, no, you don't have to, you don't have to address it. The, pe- the people heard me. That's the important part. <laughs> the people. <laughs> By the people, I mean Oz. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, Disney has a bunch of companies under them. They have Buena Vista, they have Touchstone, mm-hmm. and so... Right, right. Whenever they want to do non-Disney stuff, they put it under one of those labels. Right. And they have some decent movies in those, uh, from those companies. Right. So, if the movie were coming out, like, on a touchstone... It is. It is coming out on, like, a touchstone. Oh, it is? Oh, better than a touchstone. It's called LucasArts. Yeah. Disney... What Lucas Arts? Right, but it's not like they're like, oh, okay, well, we fired everyone there and we just kept the name. I'm pretty sure they did. No, that's not what happened. they bought the whole company. Yeah, they bought the company and fired the people. They didn't fire the people. I'm pretty sure they did. They, you so no one that worked at Lucas Arts before is at Lucas Arts right now. Is what you're saying? Right. Why would they do that, dude? Why does the mouse do anything? Like I, if you said they put everybody working there in chains, maybe. <laughs> right? Look, Bye. Disney. Disney is not dumb. <coughs> Disney buys things that they don't have. They're like, we don't have a comic book company. We're gonna buy, we'll buy the best one. We bought Marvel. Done. They don't have a sci-fi company. <laughs> We're gonna go buy the best one. They bought Lucas Arts. Okay, they so Lucas Arts. They bought Lucas hold on, Arts. Hold on, hold on, because that's, that's not exactly accurate. Lucas approached them. Either way, they didn't. They didn't even know. Lucas said, "Hey, you want this?" So basically, they bought a company that last three movies kind of sucked. I I wouldn't go so far as say the last three, but you definitely if you're holding them to the Star Wars standard, then yeah, like the last three aren't as good as the first three. Yeah, right. Sure. But so guess now, what? There's a lot of sci-fi movies. That aren't as good as Star Wars. In fact, almost damn near all of them. That's not true. That is true. Almost all of them. You go to a list of the top ten sci-fi movies. You go. You tell me how many of them are over Star Wars. It's not that many, dude. Like Star, like three, the like half the time when they talk about Star Wars, they don't even list them separate. They list them as a group because they're like, oh, our top ten list would be three Star Wars flicks. <laughs> If we didn't lump them together, so they lump them together. That's like it's Star Star Wars. You know, it's come on, man. Star Wars ch- shaped a generation of science fiction. Look, I I know the kind of movies Disney puts out. All right, now you're saying okay, they're releasing it under Lucasfilms. I saw the last three Lucasfilms movies, and I was not impressed. They are, they aren't that good. Like, if you're looking at these last three movies, they're are they not that good compared to the first three? Or that because not that good? Because Phantom Menace, we all can agree, is not great. But dude, like Revenge of the Sith isn't a terrible movie. It's not great. There are a lot of movies that are better than it. There are a lot of good sci-fi movies that are better than uh 
what was it? Revenge of the Sith or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of sci-fi movies <laughs> that are better than that. Okay. Hey, that's fair. I, that is fair. And don't get me wrong. I'm not holding those up like, oh, that's the pinnacle of science fiction filmmaking because we know it's not. However, it's like those movies are the way they are because of George Lucas. Or at least that's what I believe. I, I don't believe J.J. Abrams is going to make movies like that. J.J. Abrams is going to make movies like Star Trek, <laughs> which he wanted to be Star Wars. And that's because J.J. Abrams wants to invoke the spirit of the original trilogy. Well, I mean, it's not that I don't have faith in him. It does sound like it. I have faith. I don't have faith in the company he's it's like working you have, for. You have faith that Disney can break his will. <laughs> Not his will, but... His will. They have final say. Well, yeah, they have final say, but they also had enough faith to hire the guy. How many people have been hired and then had their work completely destroyed yeah, but by J- the company? J.J. Abrams is not going to let that happen. He'll walk away first. Oh, Tiger Claw says the last movie Lucasfilm put out was Red Tails. Oh, there you go. Which, yeah, that was great. Oh, there you go. That's that's Star Wars on Earth. Derek says Red Tails is a bad movie. I'm going to have to disagree with you. I liked it, but I, I get where he's coming from. It's not as good of a movie as some people make it out, made it out to be. SG says, I liked Revenge of the Sith the best. Yeah, it's like, it, it's... Revenge of the Sith has a lot... SG, are you talking about the best of the, of no. the six Star no, Wars no, movies? No, 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 he's not saying that. Like I, I'm gonna defend SG for him. No, he's not saying that. That's crazy talk. SG's talking about the best of the trilogy. I mean, of the prequels. Okay. Yeah. So there are three movies that are better than it what in the, that series. Dude, yeah, but and no. then Red Tails is better than it. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, we're not. If we're ranking Lucas, if we're ranking like Lucas films, Red Tails was a better movie than Revenge of no, the. No, but Sun. I'm saying you, you like Indiana Jones. Stuff is in there somewhere, in there, like or or. Every Indiana Jones was better than Revenge of the Sith. No, that's not true. The last Indiana Jones is not better than Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, it is. No, you're crazy with the friggin' Crystal Skull. With the with friggin', the friggin killing younglings. What's wrong with killing younglings? Nothing if you do it right. He but did. he comes off as like a pansy. It's like. Oh, the great Darth Vader is killing little kids. Like he's, he's barely Darth Vader. Give him a minute. He was literally a Jedi like friggin' an hour ago. Now he's slaughtering every kid in the temple, and you don't want him to take a moment's pause? Come on, man. Look, Darth Vader's not that hardcore. Even even he friggin' ends up being all like simpy at the end of the original trilogy. Like, give the man some credit. He has a heart. I know. No, you don't know, apparently. Because you want them to slaughter younglings indiscriminately and then, like, friggin' use their tiny ribs to pick his teeth. I mean, that's what ribs are for. <laughs> Baby ribs? Baby ribs are for picking your teeth? There it is. All right. Uh, yeah. There you go. So, a- anyway. this Look, I love how this conversation all started with DC making... Justice League back to back with Superman versus Batman. How 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 about oh. this? How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> um, 
No one yeah. cares. Do we know anything no about the story? What do you mean? For Justice League. No. Not yet. And do we know if, like, like how many people are going to cameo in this thing? Or, or did they confirm, like, all the cameos are just the last in-credit thing? No, no, there's no confirmation of anything. It's all speculation. It's all rumor. There, there's supposedly inside sources, but you know, there's always inside sources, right? So, there's no way to say like, uh, I mean, but people that have been batted around, like uh, this past week, uh, Sawyer got in on things from Lost. What's that guy's name? What's the guy? I never name? watched the Lost. Oh, uh, what's the guy's name, Oz? You know him? Nope. Okay. I didn't watch Lost either. Oh, gee, Lost, Lost is fun. But anyway, Sawyer from Lost is his name is being bandied around for Aquaman. What else has he done other than Lost? Um, he played a con man, didn't? Oh no, maybe no. That's that was Lost too. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure he was in one other movie, but I think he mostly does TV. I don't know. But he no, I mean, yeah. What TV show then? I don't. I don't know. Why don't you? What? Why do I have to follow his career? I mean, you're super excited about him. I'm not. You wouldn't know anything. Something about him. Excited about him in particular. I'm talking about the story. You sound pretty excited. I'm talking about the story. The story is well. I don't know if the story itself is exciting. I know that the fact that they're saying this was happening is kind of exciting because it could be awesome or it could be a a a terrible disaster. Which that he played what? What was this character's name? Sawyer. Oh, Josh Holloway. <laughs> Good job, Joe. <laughs> yeah. So he his his name has been tossed around for Aquaman. Um What what else? Who else was ar- around or whatnot? Uh friggin' I mean oh, we already know Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. Uh, they're of course they're talking about the idea that uh, old boy from Arrow might be in it as well as as well as the Flash. So those two guys might be in the mix, but they don't know. So, but w- so I guess for you, like, does it even matter that they're filming that back to back? Like, does that is that ex- does it excite you that a Justice League movie potentially? Could be as as close on the horizon as 2016. Well, you know, um, I've always been a fan fan of back to back filming. I don't think movies should be allowed to, <laughs> you know, film one and they know they're gonna Do make another one and then they just stop. Like, I don't think that should be allowed to happen. Like, it should be criminal. <laughs> or should just be unethical. Maybe not criminal. Just unethical. Maybe it's like, why would you have an idea for a sequel and not film it immediately after? Well, I mean, think of like <laughs> should just be the the common practice, right? I mean, okay. look at um, look at uh, what Narnia. Yeah, they were planning to make all seven movies. All right. So all seven should have been filmed at the same time. Well, not at the same time, but back to back. I mean, if you have two different directors, the, all, the same characters aren't in every one. So, I mean, you can <laughs> film all of them. It's like, just jump to the fourth one, make that at the same time as the first one. Right. And then you could do the first, like, two or three back-to-back, but four, f- 
five and six could be going on at the same time as one, two, three. Right. Okay, but yeah, now Narnia films failed, right? Um, pretty much. Like people realized how dry those little British kids are on screen versus in the books. Like the books are fantastic. It doesn't translate to the screen, unfortunately. You know, I don't know how they did. Well, they stopped making them. <laughs> Caller, you are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. Uh, uh, my name is Derek H. I am uh, well, originally from Virginia, and now I'm in Glendale. For the Wendell? I would like to talk about the uh, comic book movies. Okay. Derek H., what's your take on all this? Uh, first of all, I think it's insane that you people, you people are discussing movies before scripts have even been written. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, this movie's not going to be good. I don't think they should make it. But they haven't put pen to paper yet and already judging people. That's crazy. So, so when is it okay to judge people? Not until after the movie has not, not until the movie's coming out. Wait, so can I can I judge it before I see it, or can I do I have to wait till after I've seen it? Yeah, there's yeah, there's the trailer. I have to see the trailer. Yes. What no if more. what if I just know it's a bad idea? No, no. A lot of things sound like bad ideas, but then in practice, hey, you know what? Let's put uh, let's put uh, Sandra Bullock. In space by herself, just floating around for an hour and a half. That sounds like a great movie. No, it doesn't. It sounds dumb. It does it sound dumb. It is great. Yeah, but but don't most ideas don't most ideas usually sound good and are good then sound dumb but are good? If you go look at the actual plots of a lot of great movies, mm-hmm. they sound idiotic. <laughs> and doesn't make any like the Matrix. That's not really even a guy gets sucked into the computer and realizes he's been in the computer all along. They has to fight his way out of the computer with karate. That sounds fantastic to me. I don't know about you. Yeah, like, as soon as you said karate, you had me. I like I I thought that that was a good idea before the Matrix. Well, how did he get out? <laughs> well, he's really good at karate. That's how he's able to beat the computers. Yeah, okay. right. Okay. I don't look. I don't understand what the problem is. Like, that's one of those premises that that's it's born in the '80s, it lives in the '90s, it comes to fruition in 2000. You know what I'm saying? Like, it 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 only gets better with time. Like, someone someday will remake the Matrix trilogy, and guess what? That trilogy will be better than the original one. I don't understand why people are are quick to judge stuff based on nothing. Uh, just because the the zeitgeist says, "Oh, George," I like I like I love the whole George Lucas sucks thing that's going on that's been that's been going on for the last twenty years. Like everybody loves everything he's done, but the guy sucks. Right? No, I, I'll give you that. And don't get me wrong, I I'm not saying George Lucas sucks because I don't think he does. Even though I will say that I think that George Lucas, I mean, he he's changed as an individual, and that has affected his filmmaking. <coughs> I mean, well, okay, but some 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 people get better with age, and some do not. I heard somebody complain that he cashed out for five billion dollars, like he should have held out for more. <laughs> really? <laughs> I we're complaining about he, five billion. George Lucas is an idiot. He only got five billion dollars. Like, really? That's 
that's what we're doing now. Right. No, no. And trust me, I'm I'm with you on that in the sense that dude, that's more money than anyone could ever you know, spend in, in a lifetime or in the lifetime of their heirs. It's it's all good. He 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 did the right thing, I think. But but I mean, couldn't you agree based on what you've seen with what George Lucas has ended up doing with the Star Wars franchise that his sensibilities have changed in a way that may not necessarily be as healthy for that particular franchise. No, I, I agree with every move he's ever made. Really? With every great. move he's ever made? That's a big statement, Derek A. Well, Howard Duck was problematic, but still. But I'm saying, like, what what about going back and the digital remastering of the original I trilogy? I understood, I understood where he was coming from with that because he's like, it's like if you write a story... At, at 10 yeah. or 15 or 15. He's like, this is a good story. You go back at 30, he's like, I can make this story better. No, no. It's, it's, like, oh, I read your story with 15. It was great. Like, no, 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 no. Trust me, I can make it better. It's it's not the sentiment that I have the problem with. It's the execution. So, wait, so you're okay with Jar Jar? Are you talking to me or Derek? Derek. Because Derek's the one that agrees with every move. What, I'm, I'm okay with what? Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Jar Jar was... Jar Jar is the same as C-3PO. C-3PO is unwatchable in those first three movies. Every time he's on the screen, you want to get him off, but he serves a purpose. He's basically for kids to laugh. <clears throat> it's not to just be sitting there screaming every time somebody gets their arm cut off, which is what the first Star Wars movie was. So Jar Jar was there to like lighten things up a little bit. Maybe, maybe a little bit too much light, lightening up, because all of a sudden everybody thought that Star Wars was supposed to be some big gritty crime uh, crime noir thing. <laughs> when they got they got mad when 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 people start tripping. Like, well, that's what's Star. That's it's a kid's film. It's not Blade Runner. Well, I don't I don't know if Star Wars is, Star Wars isn't a kids film. It's a, it's an all ages film. Okay, it's an all ages film. There you go. I'll take that. Yeah. You need to have something in there for all ages. Right. No, absolutely. But for all ages. But you can't say that. Like, you, uh, I think personally. I think you're doing a disservice to, to the C-3PO by saying that Jar Jar Binks is the C-3PO of the prequels. Like that's not that's not the case. Like, the whole the According whole first movie George is like, is. why is this guy? He, all he does is complain and doesn't want to be. He he did not a single heroic thing. Like nothing. R2 did everything. O- only thing, only reason 3PO was there was to say, oh bother. We need to get out. He's like Winnie the Pooh of Star Wars. We got <laughs> That's funny. That's a better analogy. I, I didn't. I didn't like. And if yet, if there were no R two, then a lot of stuff wouldn't happen. If there's no three PO, Rebels would have won a good few four or five years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's fun. Yeah. So okay. Hey, and and trust me that 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 is an opinion, and I don't I don't think that is wholly unjustified. 3PO is the reason that Han Solo got captured, and nobody ever calls him on that. That's true. Like nobody called like Return of Jedi shouldn't even happen, and it wouldn't if 3PO wasn't there. Piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I think I think George Lucas definitely. Um, I mean, he, he 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 is a visionary, and I think that. You know, you can't take anything away from him because whether he you feel like he made a mistake or not, 
it's like that franchise would not exist without his vision. But I, I will say on on the other hand that watching what he decided to try to do with with the original trilogy and the execution of the prequels is kind of like you know he was in a different place uh as as a person when he made those two different sets of movies which would make sense because they're what 30 years apart yep and it it shows like nobody's saying that star wars uh is a is a hard-boiled crime sci-fi or sci-fi noir or anything like that because lord knows it's not but it's definitely more gritty the original trilogy is, a, a, is definitely more gritty than than the prequels and uh you know i don't know i don't think there's anything wrong with recognizing that fact and realizing that it's probably in large part to the fact that george lucas is a different guy in in his later years than he was in his early why does joe hate disney what did Disney ever do wrong? I don't hate Disney. I think they have their place. It's like, I hear Frozen it's, is amazing. It's <laughs> like, Marvel. Without Disney, Marvel will be dead right now. I don't think that's true. What would they be doing? They were bankrupt before Disney walked in. They weren't bankrupt. They Bankrupting. were they were, they were in, they were in line. Why were they? Tangled was fine. Why Why were they in line? Like, why, why are the, the movies, like, why didn't the successful Marvel movies not count until Disney came along like why does that money not you don't you don't buy a you don't buy a bankrupt company for four billion dollars they were busy they were selling off everything like crazy trying to stay afloat no, no they weren't like <laughs> no you're you're confusing two different points in time it's like bank Marvel was bankrupt at a point there you go I rest my case <laughs> but that wasn't when Disney bought them <laughs> So, I guarantee you, you buy bankrupt companies for a lot less money than that. Uh, Derek H., if you can, stay on the line. We got to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to come back, and we got plenty more comic news to talk about because we Lord knows we haven't even moved off our first story. So, uh, <laughs> this is a fantastic forum. We'll be back in two minutes, only on allgames.com. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum, only on allgames.com. Uh, Oz, are you still there? Yeah. Okay. Derek H., are you still there? Hello. All right. Good Good times, good times. Okay. So let me ask this question of, uh, of you guys. Uh, uh, I, I, we'll all agree that, you know, Joe's crazy for not trusting Disney. We got it. We, I think we've, we've, we've wrapped that up in, a, trust in a bow. I trust him to... To make the animated kids fil films. Right. Right. Got it. Jordan, I mean, we, we read that up in a book. right? Oh, they're fantastic. Right. So, you know, I don't know much about their live action. I never watched... Avengers? Yeah, I know. That was Marvel. I mean, it's Disney's company. Yeah. ABC. But, see, Disney is a brand. ESPN? They don't put... <laughs> ESPN. <laughs> they put... Disney is a brand. LucasArts is a brand. The last few Lucas brand Star Wars movies did not turn out great. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. Disney will get them on track. You'll see. <sighs> You'll see. They actually... We'll see. They're saying uh, Fastbender might be in the next uh, Star Wars. That's what? I don't know. Hopefully a Jedi. Or a Sith even better, right? Or Magneto. Or Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> 
guess what? I don't know if I'd have a problem with that. Like, Magneto as a Sith Lord? I'm down. I'm down. He could show up in the helmet. I don't know why I'm okay with it. Normally, I wouldn't be, but that sounds awesome. I want to see it. I mean, the old-time Siths were some strange shit. <laughs> we like, got... I could see one of them putting on the Magneto oh, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. He would not look out of place. I think that's why I'm okay with it. Like, he totally could walk into a room next to Darth Vader, and you wouldn't be like, who's this son of a bitch? <laughs> you wouldn't be like, who's this Joker with the helmet? You would just be like, oh, damn. That guy looks dangerous, too. <laughs> Look, we have plenty. We have plenty of artists in the all games community. If somebody would like to go ahead and draw us uh, Sith Lord Magneto, we will definitely promote and and post it uh, everywhere the Fantastic Forum can post things. <laughs> like we'll, we'll post it at, at every place on the internet. We'll post it in our rooms. Uh, we'll we'll change our driver license photos. All that. <laughs> just you know, whatever. Just do it. Um, so another big piece of news that came out actually today. Um, Michael Douglas has been cast as Hank Pym for the Ant-Man movie Paul Rudd we already knew was cast previously but we didn't know who he was cast as necessarily but it's come out today again Michael Douglas Hank Pym, Paul Rudd is friggin Lang so how, how's everybody feel about that casting and what it very well may mean for the script of that movie. Derek, isn't Michael Douglas kind of old? My, wait, are you saying, isn't Michael Douglas old? Is that what you're asking, Oz? Yeah. Michael and Douglas is, in fact, old. Yes. He's like 69 <laughs> years old. How are you going to be a superhero? He's 70. He, he's, he's 70. I love Derek H. He's 70. Uh, we will come back and answer that question. Derek H., what was your comment? Best decision they could have ever made. Best decision they could have ever made. Jay, what do you think about the news? It's inspired. It's inspired casting? Yes. Michael Douglas is Hank Pym. Yes. Why do you feel that's the case? I, I would love I just want to hear the reasoning. I'm not I'm not saying you're right, right or wrong. I just want to hear why you think that's the case. It's like Michael Douglas, like I could forgive him for slapping his wife. What? And there's not a lot of people <laughs> out there where it's like you could easily do that for. So and I think he's one there. of them. If Michael Douglas beats women or a woman, not women in general, but a one particular chick. Just one mouthy chick that was getting on his nerves on uh, one day. You feel like, you know what? Because, you know. The old man now, so it's kind of. Oh, you, you, you forgive him for stuff. You know, Wasp was kind of mouthy at times. And I'm not saying she deserved to get hit, but if Michael Douglas hit her, I'm mm -hmm. like, you, what you did was wrong. D Derek, Derek. You might have to, like, leave the Avengers for a bit, but. You know, we'll welcome you back. Just calm down. Well, let me let me ask this question to you guys. What's the over under? Like Oz, I I, I from your comment, I hear you're assuming Michael Douglas is gonna take the role of at least a superhero at some point, or maybe having have been a superhero in the past. That's what you feel, right? Well, I mean, you know, Hank Pym kind of becomes a superhero, doesn't he? I mean, he's thinking of a, of, a, of a different Hank Pym. No, I mean Hank Pym founded the Avengers in the comic books, but obviously in in the Ultimate Universe and in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I guess is more relevant, that's not the case. Like Hank Pym didn't found the Avengers in in the Cinematic Universe. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Well, well, Derek, do you think they're gonna make 
Michael Douglas a superhero in this movie? No, he can't. He can't have been a past superhero because in a Marvel Cinematic Universe, there were no past superheroes. The first superhero is Iron Man. Gotcha. It, start, it starts and ends with Iron Man. Yeah, no. So Captain no. America. You, oh, well, no, Iron Man was around before Captain America. No, well, Captain America no, okay. existed, but he was kind of a myth. He was a myth. Yeah. He was a he, was he wasn't a, in a myth. He was known and died in in, in action. He was, like, he was an actual soldier. Like like what? Five months at the end of World War Two. Like, no, I mean he wasn't really huge. No, but no, 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 no. I mean, I think Cap- Captain America definitely existed in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I don't think he, he wasn't purported as like, oh, this is Captain America, our superhero, out fighting the Nazis. He was the poster boy for the. For the effort, he's like a figurehead, but people that actually fought knew that he was a guy that was actually like out there leading the war. Like you don't see any propaganda films of Captain America like actually fighting and all that kind of stuff. He had a comic book. He had a comic book before the before the, he started fighting. The comic book was just propaganda. that's propaganda, right? That's what I'm, it, it's propaganda, but it's not like. It's not real, like, oh, this is our boys over here fighting next to Captain America for real. It's like he's the guy doing the, the USO shows. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's the symbol, but I don't know if it was general knowledge that he was actually out there fighting the Red Skull. He's like McGruff, he's like McGruff the crime dog. Because like, of- Then you find out later that, wow, that dog's actually solving crimes. Like, <laughs> like that's not his... his Damn. Uh, Damn it, Derek! <laughs> I would love to live in that world. Could you imagine? If you're like, damn, you know, remember McGruff? That fool was really out there hitting them streets, solving murders. What you, and you'd be like, you mean the cartoon? Like, no, there's a real McGruff. <laughs> like, that's what, but that's what Cat in America was to right. back then. There is a friggin' basset hound out there that wears a trench coat because he gets cold in New York. And he is sniffing out and solving crimes. Like, what? I can see him showing up on the scene. And everyone's like, God damn it, McGruff is here. He's going to take over the case. No, but see, listen. But see, see now, Oz, that's a, that's, it's, Derek unwittingly has, has come on the perfect example, though. Because it's like, it would be like uh, if we did tell you that McGruff. Like, if, if I said to you McGruff is a real dog solving crimes, Oz, you would be like, dude, you're crazy. You're like, there's no real McGruff. McGruff is just McGruff. <laughs> Look, I was on a scene where he sniffed out <laughs> the butter weapon. I was there. <laughs> I was there. McG- we should totally have t-shirts that say McGruff is just McGruff. <laughs> and then on the back of it, it says lies. Because <laughs> everyone knows McGruff is real. Lies. I like the fact, I like him as uh, Michael Douglas because he is an old man. He's not going to be getting getting any goofy suit, and also they don't have to worry. I was always worried about how they're going to do with the whole Hank Pym's wife beater because he is he's a wife beater. Uh, but if you have an old man, you kind of don't have to worry about it. Well, yeah, thirty years ago I was a different man, and I don't do that anymore. I, I worked through it now. So, boom, we're done. Like that that part's all done. We don't have a Avengers where where it's where like a where Black Widow has to like. Keep, keep an eye out for him and, and everything. <laughs> like, he's well, not going to be there. Well, I, I mean, he, he threw a punch at, at Wasp, right? Not somebody, you know, like Black Widow. I don't think, I don't yeah, think that's he's true. on Black Widow. That's true. 
which is that look, which is classic wife beater uh uh MO right there. Like you don't you don't hit the strong chick that might fight you. You hit the weak one or the one you think is weak that won't hit you back. Bunch of savages. Anyway, you know what? It's interesting though. Keep the wife beater stuff. I think they're gonna keep. I thought they're gonna throw it out, but I think they're gonna keep it in there, kind of. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't come up at all because don't because it's Disney. Well, not only because it's Disney, but more so, don't be surprised if you end up seeing a young wasp that has is unrelated to Hank Pym. I'm just saying, uh, dude. I'm not like that can happen. I'm not down for I'm that not, movie. I'm not. Well, I'm not saying that it's you know. I'm not saying she'll get her own movie. Nor am I saying, uh, you know. No, I mean, I don't want to watch a movie if they're they were never together. Who? who like, why? Why does it matter? It's kind of important. You could still get a young wasp. No, absolutely. Captain I'm saying Chris like Jones you can have a wasp on the Avengers, and it's just like, I mean, there's times the wasp has been on the Avengers without Hank Pym, like. You just don't bring it up. Yeah, that's not cool. I, I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like it, would I prefer them to be together and have that history? Sure, but it's like that. That's not any or not much bigger of a change than any of the other stuff that they do in the Ultimate Universe, right? But that's part of the reason why, like in the movie universe, or in the movie, other universe, Avengers yeah. don't really respect him, though, isn't it? Like they're together in the no, Ultimate Universe. I don't think. I don't think like. Hank Pym gets a lot of respect. If, if you talk about in you talk about in the comic, like in the Ultimate Universe, or you're talking about in the Mar- the Six One Six. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know all the smart people kind of kind of dismiss him all the time. No, see, see, in the smart, but come on, it's still Hank Pym. No, no, in in the Six One Six, especially even right now, Hank Pym is, is is highly respected. And don't get me wrong. I mean, everybody knows that he has like. He definitely has like the banner kind of thing going on a little bit, only because he has an unstable kind of personality, and people know that about him. But nobody questions his intelligence. I mean, except for I mean, the only person that, that fantastic. right, the only person in recent history that's ever done that is is Mister Fantastic, and I think that's only because he's Mister Fantastic. I mean, he's like I'm Reed Richards, I'm smarter than everybody, which. Is true, generally speaking, but it's like you can't be smarter at everyone than everyone at everything. Not in Amadeus Cho. Oh, he's smarter than Amadeus Cho. Really? I oh, yeah. I think so. But you know, it's all it's all like there's no way to prove it. It's like even if they took IQ tests, it's not like that would be conclusive. It's just like, you know, people different people are, are intelligent in different at different things in different ways. So, but if if you want to say to me, if your life depended on it, who who's smarter? I'm gonna say Reed Richards because he's Reed Richards. Like that's what all of us would say, right? Who's gonna say different? Cho, I would say Cho. You would say Cho. Okay, look, he's he's, he's continually evaded Richards, continually hacked into Richards systems like they're nothing, and made Richards like a fool over and over again. In the, the end, in the end, who wins? With a quarter and a and a. Does it with a quarter and a payphone? In, in the end, who wins? Well, Cho has other things. He's a kid. Come on. Like, well, hey, and maybe one day Amadeus Cho will be smarter than Reed Richards, but not today. Okay. I'm just saying, like, you know, look, 30 years from now, you're right. Reed Richards is an old man. Maybe his mind is dwindling, and Amadeus Cho's at the top of his game. Maybe. But still, I don't know. Right now, I'd say smart money's on Reed Richards. I would say. 
I'm I mean, doing it wrong. Amadeus Cho is super smart, but you know, look, even Tony Stark might be smarter than Amadeus Cho. Oh well, <laughs> that's just that's just crazy. <laughs> just crazy talk. Um, what I what I do think is interesting is with Rudd as Scott Lang and Michael Douglas as Hank Pym. What I really think is going to happen is they're going to do the the down on his luck thief storyline. Scott Lang trying to steal, um, or yeah, possibly trying to like steal, uh, that stuff. Even though that's kind of like O'Grady's thing, I think that they might try to go ahead and do that kind of storyline and, and like have Hank Pym end up being somewhat of a mentor to Scott Lang. Like I think that's what's going to end up happening. Which one shows up in Avengers Two? Right. Exactly. No, which one? Which does, Oh, does, which one? No, no, no. Scott Lang. It's Paul Paul Rudd is in Avenger is gonna be the guy that is in Event well, maybe not two, but maybe three. Mm. I don't know. Like maybe he isn't two. I don't know, but Rudd is the one that ends up being the Avenger. Not not friggin' Michael Douglas. Is Douglas even in the Avengers movie? He might be in the Avengers movie the same way that the guy from Thor was in the Avengers movie. You know what I mean? Which guy from Thor? The old guy. Oh right. The scientist. Right. Like he might. He was good. Yeah. I mean, he had his role, but it's not like he. You know, he wasn't. He's not a major part of that movie, but he was in it. And I, I could definitely see. You know, my Michael Douglas is a big enough name where they would want that cameo. You know, because you like he'll want that credit, and they would want him in it, just to even say Michael Douglas is in the next Avengers movie, but. Yeah, I wouldn't even be surprised if he's not in two. He might end up in three when they need everybody. Huh. So, but yeah, it's it's interest it's an interesting move. Um, you know, it it's definitely not the way I would have liked to have seen things. But if that's the way it goes, I can't be mad at that because Michael Douglas is awesome, and I think that he'll definitely bring a gravity to Hank Pym, uh, and at least that way too. I think. They'll make him like you know, like he'll get the credit for being uh, intelligent scientist, you know, like a, a a mental heavyweight. So that's cool. I definitely like Michael Douglas as Hank Pym versus Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul, Paul Rudd doesn't feel like Hank Pym to me at all. And that's the other thing. Like Michael Douglas is just a great actor. Oh yeah. And so, like, I don't have any trouble seeing him playing any part of Hank Pym. Right. Oh, yeah. He, he can... Look, like, he can play young Hank Pym. Get that know, fulsome hair dye. Honestly, <laughs> when I first read the story, I was kind of like, well, if he dyes his hair... <laughs> and, you know, they use the computer after effects to, like, like young him up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like, that would be... It might work. Awesome. Like, might I get the game, Michael Douglas? Like... <laughs> There you have like the perfect actor. Yeah, don't 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 be surprised if if Michael Douglas ends up getting like a giant man cameo at some point, like using oh. his pin particles and like punching the hell out of somebody really yeah. while he's, he's really big. Nothing <laughs> action related. If, if he gets over, if he gets up to a brisk walk, there's a really good chance he's gonna drop. So. <laughs> no, 
it's all it's all CG anyway. They, like they CGI his face like uh, like uh, Tron two. No, you have to understand. No, 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 no. Like this fool's not gonna have an action scene. Like, see, that's why it's Giant Man, uh, uh, Derek. Because you know when you're big, you move slow. <laughs> so this fool will get to move at whatever pace he wants to, and he's just like, I'm giant man. Swipes one thing and he takes out like an entire entire platoon of friggin' Chitari or whatever. And they're like, Michael Douglas, you rule. <laughs> he's like, Yes, I do. <laughs> he's like, I'm Michael Douglas. I mean, Hank Pym. All right. So don't be surprised if something like that happens. Like, you, you, the archive robot. We'll make sure they hold on to that prediction. I don't think he'll survive to the third Avengers. You don't think you, you don't think he'll survive to a third Avengers? Wait, are you are no. you predicting Michael Douglas's death? It comes in threes, right? Oh, you terrible person! Like, I guess someone had to do it since Mo's not here. That's not right. I don't know why you hate honesty. I look. I have no problem with honesty. I'm just saying, Michael Douglas. That's what, that's what one is. That that could happen. Michael you're Douglas. Uh, you tell me that a seventy-year-old man can't die within the next three or four years. Michael Douglas is in stellar health right now. Let's not send any negative vibes his way. Let's stay positive and make sure that he sticks around for as long as he needs to. How about that? I'm just gonna need to shoot all his scenes first. <laughs> you you guys are terrible. <laughs> Look now, now we gotta wait even longer for the Fast and Furious movie. Now you you're just like flipping a coin, getting an old guy. Uh, if a young guy can go like that, look, trust me, it, it'll be fine. Let look, let's transition in talking about. Let's talk about DC lying to children. You guys heard this I story? See, I don't see what uh, you mean by lying. He lied. To, they lied to this poor seventh grader about DC comic movies making more money than Marvel movies. They do. They don't. They do. The numbers are right in the article. Film for film, they make more money. <laughs> so, so basically, what here's here's the story. This this little kid named Spencer, right? He wrote a he wrote a letter to DC, and he was like, uh, to to paraphrase, because you know, I mean, we have the letter, but I'm not going to read the whole letter out. But basically, he's like, dude, like, uh, wh- what are you guys going to do? Like, how do you guys, how are you guys going to compete against these Marvel movies? Because these Marvel movies are out here killing you guys right now. How are you guys going to compete? And DC sent a letter back to this kid, which, you know, you give him props because, hey, they sent a letter to the kid. I'm not, it, it was probably very calculated because they were like, oh, this is going to be good press for us. But still. They don't have to send a letter back to this child. And they Why did. can't you just give them props? Why do you got to add caveats? Uh, look, it's not caveats. I'm just being real about it. But but the, here's the quote. Yeah, really, really caveat <laughs> Here's the quote. DC says, our movies by far exceed all of Marvel's in sales. By far exceed all of Marvel's in sales. Now, keeping in mind... I understand that there's a lot of different ways to look at this. Like as far as like what does what counts as a Marvel movie and what doesn't count as a Marvel movie. Right. That's a big part of it. Yeah, that is a big part of it. So I understand that, you know, you might say 
okay, well, only Marvel Studio movies are Marvel movies. And it's like, I guess that's a fair way to look at it, you know? However, if that's how you choose to look at it, then you're talking about, like, DC making movies for, like, however many number of years, like, decades, basically, versus Marvel making their movies for just just about a decade, maybe? When's Iron Man come out? I don't even know. It's not it's not a long time. And you know, some people might say that'd be a little unfair, but you know I I don't know. I don't why, know. Why is that unfair? Well because if you say it it's basically comparing like like basically comparing a, a company that's been in existence for 50 years to one that's been in existence for five years. They don't get they don't get they don't get any credit for being in business for 50 years. Oh, they definitely get credit for being in business for 50 years. Nope. Nobody would not like I would I wouldn't go to them and say, oh, well, this five year company has as much experience as you guys do. That's not that's ridiculous. But it's like it, it it's basically comparing profits from one company that that's been doing it forever to one that's only been doing it for a short period of time and you're just saying, Oh well, you know, we're we our movies are definitely much more successful than theirs and it's like, well It is, they are. Like they are right though. Like where you gonna uh, so where would you you wouldn't start what would you start at Batman eighty nine? I would start at Batman sixty six. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that's what, like, I, like I made that like DC made that movie, and they've been making movies all this time. And you're like, well, you know what? We're gonna throw that out and start at Batman Begins. And well, no, what about the original, the groundbreaking Superman, or the rebirth of comic book movies, Batman? Well, no, that that's not fair because you guys had a head start. Like, well, we were around. Like, we were, like, why? Well, what? well, I guess here here's the thing. It's like. It, no, nobody is saying that their profits don't count, but it would seem like okay, like we all we all can agree that their movies that Marvel Marvel has gained profits from that existed before the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? No, they're a different company. It's not a different company. You know, Mar the Marvel Movie Studio was started. So we that's so that's what he's talking about. So we have to go by only what a Marvel movie studio made. Well, see, but but no, that that's he's basically saying Marvel movies are kicking your guys' butts. And so so it's kind of like if you go to the strictly Marvel sense, then yeah, you're probably right. Even though it's still not really much of a butt kicking because the Marvel movies make a decent amount of money. They've made a lot of money. So it's well, like, hold on. See, and like this is the way this is the way that I took it. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go back to the to the first Superman movie, but you know we can take Marvel back to Howard the Duck. And it's not like Marvel has a lot more movies than, than DC. So if you just want to add up total, we'll take yeah, it back to Captain America. 
you then yeah you could say Marvel has outsold DC, but what DC is saying is an average per film. So you take the totals and you average it out by the number of films because DC has less films out than Marvel does. I don't, but I don't understand why that. Like you're like, oh well, we put out. Well, because if you put out if you put out thirty pieces of crap, put them together, they might outsell one really good one. But it's not thirty pieces of crap. It's like all there's a lot of pieces of crap in here. Marvel has a lot of crap that people just like to forget about. Like what? So like what? Electra. Oh well, yeah, Electra's not good, but so what? Daredevil. Wait, so you're telling me you're 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 saying to me that Punisher, Electra, and Daredevil are worse movies than Superman Four? No, you can have Superman, but guess what? That's a fourth. That's one out of what seven Superman movies? Oh well, come on! Well, all they make are Superman and Batman movies. That's not our fault. That's all they no, make. No, I mean, look, 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 look you're telling, you're telling these, me, numbers, you're telling me, numbers, you're telling me if 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 wait, no, no, wait, listen, Catwoman. You're, you're telling me if DC didn't make an Aquaman movie in the last 15 or 20 years, it wouldn't have been terrible? It would have been terrible. That's why DC didn't even make it. They're like, guess what? Wait, but I'm, tell- I'm telling you, th- these numbers include Catwoman, include Steel. Steel made $2 million. It's included. It's included in the numbers. It, it uh-huh. brought down DC's average to bring it closer to, to Marvel. Dude, oh, first of all, it's not even like DC is outpacing Marvel by much. Well, how much? How much is by much? Because I'll pay someone by seven million. That's not a lot to you. If I if I offered you seven million dollars, you wouldn't think that's a lot. Well, I mean, wait. You're talking about again. We're talking about overtime. Overtime. No, I'm talking average per film. Well, okay. So even average per film. If you're talking about blockbusters, seven million isn't that much money. Well, I'm not talking about blockbusters. I'm talking about the totals. For every film divided by the number of films. Well, but Marvel's makes blockbusters and DC doesn't. And Marvel makes <laughs> crap too. Barely. 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 Fantastic Four. That is the count. Which Fantastic Four movie? It, look, it's counted in this article, the 05 one. Why? It's counted in this but, article. But how much money did it make? It made 181. 181 what? Million. Okay, so so that's the, that's the failure. It's sandwiched between Punisher and Elektra. And, and how much money do those movies make? Elektra made twenty eight. Punisher made forty one. Okay, so so those are the failures. Right. Right. So you realize like those are pretty damn good numbers considering. Blade three. Okay. Uh, how much money did that make? Sixty three. Okay, so those are the failures. Okay, I'm just saying. You see how good these movies are doing. Like you, you have to understand. You're comparing a Blade and an Electra movie to Superman. Four. No, well, it doesn't matter. It's still Superman. Like you're, you're saying to, you're saying Marvel. Oh, you know what? You guys aren't really doing that great because your movie about the va- the black vampire hunter and your movie about the female. Greek assassin. Wait, wait, wait. But why are you did, bringing did, it to one did, or two movies? Did it, didn't do as well as the most pop, no, no, no. as the most I'm popular superhero in existence. 
That's basically I'm what you said. I'm, I'm giving you a per film average. I know you did, but all you're talking per about is average. Superman and Batman movies. Is no, the, look, is the so, point look, I make. Jonah Hex is, Jonah Hex is here. That's <laughs> a DC movie. How much money did Jonah Hex make? 11. Okay. So it did significantly less. Like DC's other superhero that's not I, Superman and Batman. Told you, this it, includes Steel. You realize I'm talking about Shaq's movie. Wait, Steel Steel is a Superman, a part of the Superman franchise. Not not the way they not the way DC did it. Oh, okay. Well, hey, all right. it, all, it only it only made two million. Hey, well, hey, and you know you know what you gotta do to just make two million. Hey, I'm just saying. All all I'm saying is, you guys they're acting like these Marvel movies aren't successful and obviously. They oh are. no, it's, it's no. Not. It's, we're, we're not saying right. they're not successful. We're just saying. DC, on average, per film, makes more money. Yeah, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean they can't both be successful. Like we, we understand that Marvel's successful, but DC, as a whole, has been more successful. Uh, I think... Right, I see, think Lawrence, Lawrence is the type of guy that says, well, the Xbox One is great, so the PlayStation is, is crap. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm so not that guy. And and I'll tell you. And I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I'm not that guy. When we come back from break, this fantastic forum on allgames.com. You're pissing me off. You're pissing me off. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum. So, we're we're deep in debate about. Why Marvel movies are clearly dominating DC movies, despite the fact that the savages on the line don't want to admit it. Oz, are you still there? Yeah. Okay, good. And Derek, you're here with us as well, right? Sure. And of course, we have Jay here and myself. Okay. You haven't said a word during this whole thing. Um, I didn't actually read the article, so I don't really, I don't actually don't even know what movies they are and aren't counting. Well, okay. Here's the thing, uh, and I'll break it down for you. the The kid basically wrote, "Was like, well, why are Marvel movies like? How are you guys going to compete with these Marvel movies because they're doing so much better than your movies?" DC says, "Well, our movies clearly make more money than Marvel movies, um, because we're DC. <laughs> Whatever. Now." You mentioned that DC is only distributed by Warner Brothers and Marvel movies. Uh, the way he, the kid was counting them is, is actually like four different companies, right? The count, the, just count the actual Marvel movies instead of all these other ones. So, are we only counting the Warner Brothers movies? Well, that, that's all. The, the Warner Brothers movies are the only one. Like Warner Brothers and DC have had a long partnership, like for like the past like thirty years. Right, but they're not the only ones that have done DC movies. You know, Millimeter Films did a Swamp Thing. Oh, um, not you know, only they've been working recently with Legendary Pictures and Sin Copy. No, they're not. Ta- they're not talking about any of those. Twentieth uh, Century Fox did Batman the movie. What's and Batman uh, the movie? That's the like the original Batman the movie. Oh, the one from the sixties. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that's not so. No, all they're talking you about. No, Golden Globus and Canon Films were responsible for that Superman Four train wreck. No, no, no. Superman Four is a Warner Brothers joint. They're they're on the tail end of it, but it's a uh, Golden Globus and Canon that okay took so the lead. Superman Four counts. Swamp Thing, I don't think is on the list. I don't think Swamp Thing counts. 
And, you know, and of course, there are their non-super... Well, actually, some of these are superhero movies, too. But, you know, DreamWorks did Road to, uh, Road to Perdition. Uh, Paramount did Stardust. And we're counting those Fox as, did... We're counting those as DC because... Like, Road to Perdition wasn't on Vertigo, was it? Yeah. What road? No, road to perdition was like its own. Or it's actually what was paradox. Yeah, it's its own independent thing. Now, but that's Stardust owned might... by DC. Paradox Press is DC, just like Vertigo and Wildstorm. Yeah, they're not. They're not counting any of those. Okay, so they're not count. They're not counting those. Basically, they're picking and choosing what they want from DC. All right. Well, no, I mean, I think, I think they're being fair. Like they're talking about. Superhero movies, which is which, I think is you know it's fair. Like I understand the argument that's being made because, and this is why I'm not this Xbox One PlayStation guy that Oz is trying to make me out to be. Because I understand the argument, and I and I get that domestically, and that's important too. Domestically speaking, DC <coughs> movies on average do better than Marvel movies. Or not do better, or have made more money, have made more money than Marvel movies domestically. If we're talking strictly uh, Marvel Studios versus Warner Brothers and DC, but I think it's important too to say like, hey, it, it the difference between between those movies uh if you're talking about like the 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 difference between Marvel and the money that they've made for their cinematic universe versus DC if you're talking domestically is 1 billion dollars that sounds like a lot until you take into account that we're talking about DC's or Warner Brothers 36 year history versus Marvel's 6 year history or Marvel Studios 6 year history that's not that big of a di- like it's not that Actually, big of a difference we're not taking them back to 86 but there weren't the letters not talking about differences right it's asking who uh, was talking about who made more well the kid is in 7th grade he he's not so he doesn't understand the concept of more and less. No, he understands the concept of more and less. What he's not doing is talking about Batman 1989 because he wasn't alive. Okay, what so, he's talking about is so you're getting mad at D, you're saying DC is lying to this kid because they're more knowledgeable about their own history. Well, DC is the seventh grader. DC DC is lying to this kid because they're saying well. Realistically, our movies make a lot more money than Marvel's movies do, and they're like, "Look at look at these movies," and at that point, you don't put in the caveat that even though Marvel has only been in, in business well, as a studio, hold on, hold on. they didn't say look at these movies. They just said that they made more money. Right, but that's but that's the thing. No, that's but you're not you're not putting it you don't put it into you don't put it into perspective for the kid. Put it into perspective. Be real with the kid. Why? Oh, like the kids can understand numbers and distributors. And well, no, no. I'm not, I'm not even saying you have to get the numbers and distribution. I don't understand why you do that. It's like you're tell you tell me Marvel movies make more money than than your movies, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, they don't. 
look at our movies and look how much they made. Like, we're not trying to talk about legacies here. Well, but, but don't talking, you... We're not you, talking legacy. We're talking you, money. If you say to me, if you say to me, well, hey, this company, right, this company is doing it big right now. How are you going to compete with them? And you and I say to you, well, yeah, that company's doing it big right now, but we do better than them overall. We've made more money than they've made overall. Period. And that's what I leave it at. Makes and sense. then and then and then you come to find out, well, the company that's doing it big right now has been in existence for five years. And the company that's like, well, we make more money than they do has taken their fifty year history into account. Wouldn't you be like, well, that's a little different. Like you might you know be, what? you might be on the wane right now. Like you might be, like your company is not doing as well right now. You might actually might be on the way out, and this company might be the next fifty-year company. That's a big. That's a. That's you know a, how you know how I take it, and I take it to mean how they meant it. Now I'm not a seventh grade kid. Like seventh what are grader, they? seventh grader. They're like ten or twelve. Maybe twelve. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. Sometimes when you speak, you don't take like your I know, audience to do account. Right. Yeah. It's like a seventh grader asked me a question. I'm going to give them the adult answer just because I don't really care about kids or well, but dumbing but shit down. It's not just the adult answer though, because for instance, and so it's it, this is like Facebook. I mean Facebook. It's like MySpace saying, "Well, really, we've made more money than Facebook has," and it's like, "Well, it doesn't matter how much money you made. Nobody uses you now." Well, I mean, once Facebook makes so more money than them, the then fact, they'll become irrelevant. But for right now, if they're the top money maker out of the social sites, it does like, then give it, it to them. Well, let me let me say, it, let me it, say it, this it to you: means, look, if if, if do, do you up, does anybody here care if if MySpace has made more money than Facebook? Does that make them more relevant? No, the kid is not asking about relevance. We're not talking about relevance. We're talking about money. Well, no, the kid doesn't say, how are you going to make more money than Marvel? The kid's like, how are you going to compete? And they're basically saying, we don't have to compete. We make more money. And it's like, well, yeah, you made more money over 36 years than Marvel has in six. But that's not a fair comparison. Where do you get get six years from? I don't... When was the last... When when did... Iron the Man is the first Marvel movie. The first Marvel movie was 86. What? No, the first Marvel Studios movie is They're Iron not Man. About Marvel Studios. That, dude. The first, Marvel, the first Marvel movie was 86. Listen, the kid, the, the, the way that DC wins this argument is talking about Marvel Studios. If you include every Marvel movie... Then That's gl- 2008. Then, listen, if you include every Marvel movie, then from a global perspective, which is actually all the money... Marvel wins this argument. Wait, Marvel. What do you think I've been arguing this whole time? I've been arguing since '86 for Marvel. I've given them a whole bunch of movies that they don't even deserve. But Marvel movies on a global scale still make more money than DC if you're talking globally. Because they have more movies, but if you average it out per film, DC makes more. Not on a global scale. Yeah, they do. Marvel wins this, and nobody is counting that way except you, Lawrence. No, 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 no. Why are you so angry, wait, wait. man? And, and why, why, why is it when I say I'm giving them all the way to 86, you go from domestic to global? How did we make that transition? Well, well, if wait a minute. Domestic, I'm just saying. I'm talking timelines, you suddenly turn it to global? Well, well, wait a minute now. What I'm saying to you is this, is if we're talking domestic, 
I mean, if you want to switch from if you want to switch from eighty six, and you were like, well, let's include every movie, then why wouldn't we include all the money too? Like, why do we talk about like why is America the only country that that monies matter? Wow, you really you're you're stretching this thing away. Why wait? That, why is that a stretch? Let's, let's because because, because I include all the money. If you counted Taiwan uh, receipts, then yeah, we were way at like. Why, why? Why is Taiwanese money less important? I don't understand. Like, why is money not money? As long as it translates to American dollars. Look, it asked a simple question. He got a straightforward answer, and he, but that's for the that thing. answer to be wrong, you have to make a big no, spider web. No, no, no. If they, so the it's not a spider web. It's not a spider web. It's really simple. It, the kid says, "How do you compete?" And that's the thing. Compete is a gen, is a vague term. So it's like, I get it. DC's like, we're going to use the way that makes us win. I get that. I'm not mad at that. What I'm saying to you is, if you use the term compete, it's like Marvel movies are not like... The, Marvel movies easily compete with DC movies now and then. Period. It's like Marvel movies compete in every statistical category. Now, if you want to figure out a way to make DC movies... The way that they win is you don't count the global sales, which, you know, I don't understand why mo money in South Africa is less important than money in America. But if you want to say that, guess what? Foreign money is not real money, then okay, foreign money is not real money. The only way that DC wins this argument is if you're talking about only US dollars and only Marvel movies, like Marvel Studio movies, which is comparing a 36 year history to a six year history. And even when you do that, the difference is $1 billion. So what I'm saying to you is, if you want to do that, which is, you talk about a web just now, Derek H., that's the web you weave. The way DC wins is if you compare domestic only to a 36-year history to a six-year history, and then say, those, that's all that counts. And then you still you, you've heard the word you, I've said the whole time. You still only have no. I heard. I, I'm not. See, that's why I said Derek H. I'm not talking to you, Oz. When I'm talking to you, I'm going to say, Oz. If you compare movies going back to '86, then Marvel clearly wins. If you compare the the if you talk about global, because I'm saying if we're comparing all, are we still averaging per film? Yeah, even if you average per film, because the the infographic you're looking at is only about domestic sales. It's not about global sales. Right. Well, we don't have numbers for global. We do. Here's the global no. sales. If you compare every Marvel movie, every Marvel superhero movie with every DC super movie, global sales, then you have Marvel's global box office is at 13.2 billion versus DC's 6.3 billion. Where are you where are you seeing it? It's in the same article that you've been pulling all your information up. There's a, there's a lot of exchange. How, how far is that going back? Hey, how you doing? I'm sorry. Tell, <laughs> tell us tell us tell us who you are. Where you calling from? We know what you're talking about. Well, apparently I'm an insignificant being. No, you're not. Because I've been sitting back. You're significant. Listening, listening to the poison that you're trying to fill no. the listeners. Heads it's not with. poison. These are just facts. Tell the people who you are. I am hacked. I know this. And tell them where you're from, Hecht. Uh, I'm from a little place called Tucson. There you go. AZ in the place to be. So, look, the, the global box office for DC is $6.3 billion. 
the global box office for Marvel is $13.2 billion. And it's like, don't get me wrong, you can adjust for inflation, Marvel still wins because it's $13 billion. It's like... Okay, the, the, the graphic that you're looking at with all these numbers, how far is it going back for both companies and what is it counting? It's starting with Howard the Duck in 1986 for Marvel and starting with Batman the movie in 1966. All right. Sounds right to me. And right. this is counting everything? This is counting all the superhero movies from then till now. Okay, 86. So this isn't counting the 70s Spider-Man, Captain America, and all that bullshit. The, the 70s Spider-Man is a TV movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Cap Captain America, I don't think they're counting because I don't know why they're not counting it. But that would only help Marvel, not hurt them. Well, two, the two Captain Americas came out before Howard the Duck. I, is there two of those movies? I think there's only one. I think it's two of them. There's a 1944 Captain America done by Republic Pictures back when Marvel was known as Timely Comics. No, not that one. Oh, I'm. There was one in the 70s and yeah. one in 80 or 81. See, I don't think there's an 81 motion picture. That might be a TV movie. It, it or might, something. Yeah, it might have been TV. It movie. might be a TV movie. There, there was one that was like. Uh, I think it it was. No, it was a. Uh, it was in the nineties, actually, not eighties. Yeah, yeah, but they're not they're not counting that. Like, actually, that other one might not have been. It might have been a straight to DVD movie or something like that. But all all I'm saying to you guys is, if you're like saying go all the way back, it's like we can go all the way back. But then we should count all the money too, right? Like all the money the movie made. Like, doesn't that make sense? Or is, uh, am I crazy? This is all coming from two sentences that D, that an unnamed person in DC wrote to a seventh grader. <laughs> right. Crazy. They're lying. They, wait. What? Lies. <laughs> I don't feel like they lied. I don't think you don't count because they don't count all the money. No. From what you told me of his question and their response, I don't feel like they lied. All right. If you're here's the response. The money. Here's the response. The response is our movies by far. Exceed all of Marvel's in sales. No, do the whole. How do we plan to compete? You ask. Well, Marvel may have many movies that come out in one year, and the reason for that is they have many different distributors, which makes it possible for them to do so. DC Comics has one distributor, who is Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. And while we don't like to toot our own horn, well, we actually do. Our movies by far exceed all of Marvel's in sales. Yeah. But not globally. Now, now, wait, wait. The the money that you're counting, because we're talking the movies only and how they compete. The graphic that you have, the money, is it counting DVD and all that kind of stuff? No, no, no. It's not counting. It's counting box office. It's only box office. So how do we know what DC is counting? Did they say straight up theater revenue or from everything? I mean, I, I, I can't tell you, but does it matter? Like, I mean, we can, we can. Oh, are we, we counting DC uh, the cartoons? I know. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, we could be talking about that too. No, no. See, I, I think well, Mask of the Phantasm was a theatrical release. That's true. I don't even know if that's on the list. That might not even be on the list. What? They don't include friggin' uh, they don't include animated flicks. That's not right. Well, only one DC animated flick. Came out as a theatrical release. Which all the others, 
All the other ones are straight to no, video. No. We're, we're asking about Mask of the Phantasm. Why does it not count? Because it's not live action? That's not right. No, I think it should. Look, that would help DC almost be as good as Marvel. But I'm just saying, it's like, you know, they're like, okay, I get it. They're, they're saying the Marvel Cinematic Universe makes less money than oh, I guess so. Warner Brothers. But I'm saying you're comparing a studio that's been in existence for 36 years making comic book movies with one that's been doing it for six. And if you take those numbers, the difference is $1 billion for the most part. And it's just like, does anybody here think that in 30 years' time, Marvel might be able to make a billion dollars in revenue? Sure. In 30 years? Are you, are you saying DC's going to stop making revenue? I'm not so, saying they're going to stop. But I'm just saying, like, with the rate that Marvel has made money, right now, they're on track to beat DC soon. Look. Yeah, but the, the answer to the question referred to today, not in the future. <laughs> well, but the, the only thing... But far exceeds is... is a little disingenuous when you take the history of the two companies into account. To you, I mean, to me, twenty bucks is far exceeds. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that's far, far exceeds. Like we're on top, baby. I will say, I don't think they lied. Maybe they answered a different question. You're talking about competing. They're talking about who made more. It's, I mean, it's kind of semantics. I'm sure if they sat down in the room, they could. You know, that's kind of the downside of letter communication. <laughs> uh, like, they really should have had a summit with this seventh grader. That's what they well, should have done. I'm not yeah, saying that. And they should have streamed it live. But they should have streamed it live so we all could have had it. Uh, like, we could have all watched it. I'm saying well, conversations take place by mail are different than face-to-face. -face. Like, if he had been at a convention asking this question, I think, they would have came to a different. It's like the the seventh grader would have been like, "But why is Captain America so much better than Superman?" And then the DC guy would have been like, "Hey, kid, f you, <laughs> kid, f you." You gotta remember though, according to Sony, Spider Man didn't make any money. Spider Man lost money. So which one? <laughs> none All of, them. of them. None of them. All of what? None of them. That that one in two thousand one or whatever. I saw that like five times hey, in the theater. Guess what? So Sony and DC have the same PR. <laughs> they just they just tell blatant lies to children like Hecht and the seventh grader. <laughs> Listen, man, uh, Sony Sony had the PSP go. That's all I'm saying. See, there you go. Lies and deceit. You guys are familiar with this. It's the same PR company. What's wrong with the PSP go? <laughs> it's an experiment. It was a retail experiment. What's wrong with that? Uh, that's like selling a rat some chemicals. When you're experimenting on it, Wait, I mean, rats are they buying have, chemicals. They, they give people chemicals to test all the time. What you, I didn't know what you're talking about. It's like what that, are the rats used for money? That uh, bitcoins. Yep, the rats have bitcoin accounts. A lot of people don't know that about rats. They're, they're mining bitcoins. Mining Pinky in the brain. There it is. That would be hilarious because freaking brain would buy chemicals. Yep. There you go. See. I've been watching Animaniacs lately. Have you? Yeah. Where? <laughs> on uh, Amazon Prime. I've been listening to that podcast by the dude that does Yakko's voice. That is hilarious. Who is the podcast of the guy that does Yakko's voice? What podcast is that? Uh, Rob Paulson. It's called Talking Tunes. What What time does that come on on the All Games Radio Network? 
Yeah, I wouldn't know about it because it's not an argument. <laughs> like I, I've never seen, I've never seen that in the schedule. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, here's another bit of news. Tell me what you guys think of this. Uh, Magic the Gathering is getting a movie. Uh, what? I'm sorry, what? Magic the yeah. Gathering is getting well, a movie. It would have been great if this was 1998. The, the Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> ha, it, it, this is coming out from the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, basically saying that uh, the guys at, at Fox are going to produce a Magic the Gathering movie. I tried to read a Magic the Gathering book and I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know, it just came off as really bad to me. Like, I didn't even finish it. I, I'll say this. And it was written by a dude and I know some people, someone's wondering that. But, yeah. <laughs> Joe's like, there, there's someone listening to Joe like, but is this his friggin' female writer bias? Is this his uh his gender politics coming into play? Wondering if it was like a chick and he was I just like, oh, I kind of like some uh, mag- some of the Magic the Gathering books that take place on the same planet throughout the history of the timeline, and at some point, mm-hmm. it's cool because they, they combine with the uh, with the cards. Yeah, no, I absolutely. do like the stories they, the storylines they have for the games. Yeah, no, the the it's it, I will say that. Magic the Gathering actually has a pretty interesting like backstory depending on what set you're talking about. And I mean I've read comic books that are actually been pretty interesting and the cards themselves like you know you said, Oh yeah, I love reading the cards. The cards have stories on them that I've definitely been like I would like to know more about that. <laughs> so yeah, I love the I love the books and the cards. They make a great bonfire. Oh, how dare you, sir? The only thing I'll say, though, Who let heck on? is that <laughs> even though I liked it, that first Dungeons and Dragons movie was pretty bad. Now, wait, wait why? What does Dungeons and Dragons have to do with Magic the Gathering? They're both games. Well, why would the other they're, they're both games that probably shouldn't be made in the movies. <laughs> it's like you know, I didn't watch the second one yet, but I understand. I understand Are you talking about that the one this... with Marlon Wayans or the really old one. No, the Marlon Wayans one. I understand that Magic wants to make a movie, but, you know, it's like when you really look at, like, those Resident Evil flicks, they're actually pretty terrible. So I don't know if it should get made. It's like, I actually love all of those. Well, but they're both games. It'd be nice <laughs> with, uh, with EverQuest, the movie. Then I'll be really excited about it. <laughs> like, you know, nothing I, I'm assuming you're being about facet- EverQuest. No, he seems being, interesting. He's being facetious. He's talking about how how late <laughs> how late magic is. <laughs> Am I right, Derek? Right? You're, you're yeah. talk- yes. Okay. I'm just making sure. I'm just like <laughs> effort quest. That's funny. But no, it's, it is interesting because I'm kind of like like this is a movie for like forty year olds, right? Like <laughs> if you make a Magic the Gathering movie, like you're not basically saying your, your core audience isn't young people. Like you're hoping the young people get with it too. It's not just forty-year-olds that are playing the game, and I know definitely at conventions no. I see a lot of younger kids. I'm not saying with that they're decks. They're, I'm not saying that like because magic is magic has a cult following. Nobody's saying that only old people are playing. But I'm saying how interested are they in the lore? Is what I'm wondering. Because I I don't I've never seen a young person read a Magic the Gathering comic book or novel. I've never they have seen comic it. books. They do have comic books, yeah. They come with cards. Wow. What? 
Yeah. Now, have you read an actual novel no. for them? I have. I have. I've read a, a novelette. Like I've read a, a excerpt. Yeah, that doesn't count. Why? Why, do why does it? Why does it not count? Like, how many pages do you have to read before somebody's like, you know what? That's relevant. Just a, yeah, I just have to do. read an actual there, novel. Actual I got to read the happens. whole novel. What? So what if I bought the novel but only read half of it because I like you know got distracted? That that half of the novel doesn't count. What I would say is, if it were that interesting, you would finish. Oh, that's not that. No, that's not true. Cause so how many books have you read where you're like? Here. Man, this is like the best book ever. I'm just gonna put it in the corner for here's like a, a few years. Here's a prime example. While I go on with the rest of my here's life. A prime, look, guess what? I'm in the middle of a Wheel of Time book. They're not bad. I just, I look. It's a, it's an investment that I haven't been able to get back to yet. So, like what I would easy. say is, you like the Wheel of Time, but you know it's not that great to you. Otherwise, you would make. And you know I what? Think, I think it is great to me. I can back up and it's what not. I'm saying that it's not that great to you because you often, I've often heard you complain about sections of the book. Oh, yeah. And characters. Yeah, but. And how they don't focus on the, your favorite character enough right. so you don't like it. So, But like, that, that doesn't make it less good. You're a casual Wheel of Time fan. How? I've read, I've invested 11 books. How am I a, a casual fan? Guess what? You know what? Screw you. <laughs> Screw Robert Jordan. Well, maybe not Robert Jordan. He's dead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mrs. Damn. Jordan. I know. Mrs. Jordan's like, why you got to screw my husband? He's already in the grave. No, I'm you sorry. You can screw Brandon Sanderson. He, he has kids, right? No, no, no. No, no. He he's finishing the novels. I like him. I appreciate him. I'm getting there. He's actually really good. I'm, no, I believe it. I believe And I trust me. And like I said, it's just, you know, sometimes it gets tough. To get back to a book, even though it's good, sometimes life happens. Jay, sorry, I've can't never, be as hardcore as you. Whatever, I've never, whatever. Read a book, whatever. Where I thought it was great, whatever, and didn't finish. What well, I'm not like, not, I have it. I made time. It's next to my TV. I made time to finish reading. Well, See, like, he's too far from the bathroom, man. Wait, I stopped watching you? some of the TV shows that I like. Are you so saying, that I can read you, the wait, book. So are you saying you've never read a good book and had a lull? That's never happened to you. You've never you've never taken a two month break from a book. Whoa, whoa. Two well, months? okay. Yeah, two months. The only thing the only good no, no, book no, 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 I don't I don't I don't need an explanation. Like, I need an answer. A good have book you ever take have you ever taken a two month break from a book that you liked? Yes. Okay. So why is that different for you from than for me? Because I admit, like, I am not a huge, like, I'm a casual Return of the King fan. <laughs> you're you're a casual Lord of the Rings fan? No, not Lord of the Rings. Just that one book. Okay. Like, I couldn't get through that scene. Well, so no, no, okay. That. But does that make the book I, less good? It just makes me less of a fan. Like, what, I'm a casual. What, we're not we're not talking about fandom. We're talking about the quality of the book. You can Technically, admit you I'm, can admit when you got back to the book and actually powered through that particular section that that's a good book. Yeah, with the bad section. And that's that's all I'm saying about the Magic the Gathering book or the Lord, or, or the Wheel of Time book. It's like it's not a bad book because I didn't finish reading it. It's like guess what? I'm busy. I had something to do. It's like, dude, it's still a good book. Yeah, but that's your thing. You're busy. Me, 
I stop because it's not good at that point. But even if it's not good at one particular point, it doesn't make it bad all around. But it makes that part bad. Like it's what? one it's one thing to stop reading because oh, okay. so 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 you're what we're busy. Basically, basically what we're saying is Lord of the Rings isn't perfect. Okay, I get it. it's not perfect. No, basically it's, it's one it's one thing. It's the best piece of science uh, or the best piece of fantasy fiction probably in existence. But guess what? It's not perfect. There's a difference between stopping reading because time, not perfect because there's a bad chapter and stopping because oh there's a party you wanted to go to and you have friends and a life and TV <laughs> so you're just gonna stop reading for two months. It's like, fuck friends, fuck TV, fuck my life. If a book is good, I'm going to read that motherfucker. You know, and I'm going to push everything good, else to I the side. I got some tortillas, I got to bake some cookies. Wait, what? I didn't hear the first part. Tortillas. Oh, yeah. tortillas are great. Yeah, yeah. Eating is better than reading. Not always, but sometimes. I will <laughs> stop reading if a, I will stop eating if a book is good enough. You got two hands, man. Well, I mean, <laughs> wait, you got to hold the book. You got to prepare that good. the food first. My eyes aren't that good. I don't need tortillas. Is, is your hand so weak you can't do it one handed? Whoa. See, look, not everybody has that friggin' power masturbation arm like you, Heck. Will of Time's not a great. I tried reading it, I got bored the first five pages. Will of Time is, is fantastic. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I got it on my nook. And I have not transferred it over to any. I got I got a black and white nook, and I, I I was like, you know what? Should I move this over to my Kindle? Nope. See, that's where you went wrong. You're supposed to read the actual book, not on digital. That's what. That's where it got messed up. Yeah, Some things don't translate. No, <laughs> <laughs> translate to digital. You need to smell the pages of the book. Get in Robert Jordan's world, man. Robert Jordan's words only work in real books, not on your friggin' digital. Hickeys, right? Okay. Um, we're gonna go to break, and we're gonna come back with more news stories since we only did like four. <laughs> this Fantastic Four, and we're back. Fantastic Four, only on AllGames.com. You got Jay, you got Mayor Young, you got uh, friggin' editor in chief. And Mr. Dead Picks Alive himself, Mr. Derek H. on the line. And uh, I believe the enigma that is hacked. There it is. So um, let's do some comic book news because we've been talking about all this multimedia stuff. Uh, you guys knew it was going to happen, but the official word has come down from Marvel. Uh, Peter Parker's coming back in Amazing Spider-Man number one. And Dan Slott and Humberto Ramos are going to bring it to you. How do you guys feel about Peter Parker coming back? Is that is that a good thing, a bad thing, or ho hum, Jay? Um, you know, I think ho hum. <laughs> You're like whatever. I mean, he's like I don't like, read Spider Man anyway. Unfortunately, I did kind of fall off of Spider Man. Um, you've been missing out on some some. Like some superior storytelling. No, I truly <laughs> do believe that, and of course I am interested to see or to hear about how he does come back. But you know, I'm like, I don't know. I'm only a casual Spider-Man fan. That's fair. And I'm definitely like him 
like in a team dynamic more than by himself. But I can understand that too. But you know, I did get into like big time just because uh it was phenomenal. Yeah. Great storyteller. Like, it got me back into Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing Spider Man one is gonna be coming out this April. And uh so, you know, what what do you think, Derek H? I know you had your thoughts about Superior Spider Man versus Amazing. What do you think about Peter Parker coming back? Not surprised at all. Of course not. Don't care. Don't care. Now, you, <laughs> you, I didn't read it before. The only Spider look, my Spider Miles Morales is my Spider Man. It's I'm, interesting I, because up until about a week ago, it was looking like everything was poised for Miles Morales to come to the six one six. And which I mean, he's still that's still going to happen. But he's going to come to six one six. And I know for me, I was like, it looks like Miles might mess around and and come take over the Spider Man mantle. But maybe Marvel made this announcement at this particular point in time just for that reason. They're like, hey, we don't want you getting any ideas that there might be a Black Spider Man in the six one six. Yeah, they had to get that out of the way before Black History Month hit. Like, <laughs> 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 look, we don't want you to to don't don't get crazy, racist. We're bringing Peter Parker back for you. Peter Parker's coming back in April. Because, yeah, I was like, man, I'm like, Miles Morales might mess around and go and expose Doc Ock and be like, how could you guys think it was Peter Parker? And it's like, I can't get back to my own dimension anyway, so I'm just going to be here and be Spider-Man, Black Spider-Man. Yeah, that story has a lot more, has, can, can go for a long, has a lot more mileage, it's a lot more interesting to me than bringing back Peter Parker. Peter Parker's been trying... He was Spider-Man for what, 50, 60, 70 years? Uh, since the 63. 50 years. So, yeah, it's 50 years of, of Spider-Man for the most yeah. part, or Peter Parker's Spider-Man for That's, the most part. How about we try a 10 years with Miles Morales as, as the main Spider-Man? Like, we can, uh, we, things can change. I know Marvel yeah. doesn't like for things to change unless they decide it needs to change. <laughs> but... This is one of the things that I don't see why we have to stick with Peter Parker for another fifty years. You know, I I would agree with you honestly. Like I I'm not necessarily of the the mindset that oh I need Miles Morales to be the new Spider Man, but I would not have been opposed to it either. But personally, like I I I actually really love Superior Spider Man. I think Doc Ock has made a great case for himself as being. I mean, he's not uh, obviously he—he's not a uh, morally superior Spider-Man, but as far as results go, he—he he definitely made a decent case for himself as far as like why he might be better at, at the job. Now, have they talked about how this is going to happen? Like, no, no. is Doc Ock going to get his own body back, or will he be expelled into the ether? <laughs> no, they haven't said like how Parker it's going to happen. They're just telling you April is going to happen. Because you know what I would be interested in mm -hmm. is if he does get his own body, like seeing where he goes from there. It's like now yeah, when you say he, his own body, you mean like a new body, right? Oh, okay. Like I with mean, octopus arms, they're just gonna make him a villain again. But Nothing. why? It's like he's not gonna become like he's not gonna get a new body and become like another Spider-Man. Like how like he's not gonna become like a Scarlet Spider or like well, a. Maybe not a Scarlet Spider. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he ditched the whole spider motif. But it's like you said, he's made a good case for him being. He's going like, to become like an octahero? 
Maybe not that's octa, horrible. but <laughs> Hex, Hex is just like octopus can't be heroes. Everyone knows that no. about octopi. <laughs> but I mean, I don't see why he couldn't try and keep doing this thing, like the, be, be the same kind of hero he was. Right. I mean, it would be probably the most interesting anti-hero we've ever had since Venom. Right. And I mean, it's interesting in the fact that you know he has technically he's been an avenger right and so you know you have an, him as an avenger level hero mm-hmm. but it just so happens he used to be a villain and he wasn't mm-hmm. in his own body well i mean you know and it's not like that's unprecedented i mean hawkeye was a villain Right, you know what I'm saying? It's like there, there's been plenty. Well, not plenty, but there've been a number of heroes that were villains first that have ended up in Avengers ranks. I mean, Black Widow, you could put in there too. You know where he might fit really well? Thunderbolts. Yes. Yeah, maybe so. But I don't see. It's one of those things where, like, not a Thunderbolts that has the Punisher on it, because if Punisher knows that that's Doc Ock, then right. That's a done deal. But well, maybe if you get rid of the Punisher. Yeah, I guess you could do that. But I don't know. Like, I'm not currently reading Thunderbolts, mm-hmm. but you know, it would be nice to if they did create a place for him. I don't. I don't know what that hero would look like, but it would be interesting for him to decide to be a hero as opposed to just go back or fall back into a, a villain's right motif. Also, it's like I don't, and I haven't been reading again, like I said, but. You know, once you're doing the hero thing and you're good at it and, you know, he's making enough money to keep doing his thing, it would seem like that would be easier, like, to keep being a hero. Than going back. Right. Well, it's one of those things, too, where... Like, I mean, yeah, he's going to get a little shunned. Like, if they find out, like, he was Doc Ock, which I'm assuming Peter's going to tell everyone. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) You know, like you said, he has this track record of all the good he's been doing. Right. And, you know, really, he can make the argument, whether it's true or not, that he was just trying to turn over a new leaf. Right. And that be a work. good guy. <laughs> that Nobody's going to let you. Can't, that's not how anything works ever. <laughs> I mean, I was a bank robber and a kidnapper for 40 years. This last year, though, I've been really, really good. For the last, like, 11 months, I've been on top of my game, guys. So I think I should get a spot on the That's event. That's what hackers do. Well, I do. don't think he's going to be, like, I think he won't make, you know, the Avengers. But he could be a hero somewhere else. He could be a hero somewhere else. Actually, I'm just saying, hack, hackers commit crimes, right? And then they get caught. And, and you and, realize the whole premise of a superhero is a crime. Well, yeah, I mean, you're talking about them being vigilantes? Yeah. Well, but see, that's the thing. There's vigilantes, and then they're vigilantes, right? Yeah, and then we there's could, hackers, and then there's hackers. You know? Well, right. And the, the, the real hackers get hired by the NSA. Yeah, More but they're, they're not supervillains buying plutonium and stuff like that. Well, I mean, if you're going to hold the whole thing that Doc Ock tried to, like, fry the planet with giant solar cells against him, then, you know, you're just not a empathetic I mean, individual. I 
<laughs> Listen, look, if you want to go ahead and say every time I've taken this weather domination machine and tried to change the polarity of the Earth, I was wrong for that, then fine. Live in the past. I mean, look, Live look, in the past, you know, Dr. Doom is a villain, but he has a whole country that he's taken care of. So you can give him a little leeway. <laughs> Wait, no, so, you can't. So, so I'm I'm not a villain because I'm the leader of a country. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm saying he's not killing. So, like anybody. Hitler's a hero. No, Doctor Doom kills plenty of people. Yeah, he's a murderer. Doctor Doom has probably killed more people than Doctor Octopus. Definitely has. I think that's something we need to research. It's it's like it's just basically like saying the same thing about like you know about your friggin' Your world leaders. You're like, you know, the Unabomber is definitely a villain. You know, everybody knows that because he went and blew up one building. People are like, oh, but that friggin that friggin dude over in Korea. Well, he's he's over an entire country. So he has to make hard choices sometimes. You don't even have to say Korea. You can go to U- United States, <laughs> you know, like it's a less popular view. But you're like, OK. <coughs> Who who's killed more people, the Unabomber or the last two presidents of the United States? How's that deep? That's that's way too deep, there. Yeah, I'm just saying. You're you're taking it to another level. Hey, I'm just saying. It's like you know, some people might call that guy a terrorist. They might. Obama is an MF Doom. He's not walking around in a mask. He's not MF Doom. You don't know what President Obama does in his free time in the Oval Office. That's true. He might be a rapper. (laughs) You don't don't know. know. This this whole time, though. We have not spoken a second about actual Peter Parker. It's about how everybody else will be more interesting. I, <laughs> that, that's kind of true. Heck, do you even... I will say... Oh, go ahead. You know, you bring up Venom. I would like to see that team up. Venom like, and Doc Ock? Yeah. I don't think... I mean, I not, don't th- like, not that they necessarily have any reason no, no, it's to not be about, together, it's not but... not about reason. I'm thinking more so Flash is not going to stand for it if he knows it's Octavius. Not at first. Period. Fla- Flash is the Punisher, but without killing people. Like, he you has know? a very distinct idea of right and wrong, because his, ideally, you know, his his idol is Peter Parker. And, right. And his, I mean, or his idol is Spider-Man, which he doesn't, well, he, he doesn't know is Peter Parker, but... But, you know, when he explains, you know, I've been Spider-Man, like, I've been your hero over the past year. No, but see, that's the thing. And plus, you have the taint, like, the Venom taint, like, fucking with his head. Like, he uses Venom. You can't use Venom and be like, oh, I only believe in good. Like Flash can. Venom's? Flash is totally like, oh, like, he's like the total, uh, like, the the total druggie that can't admit he has a problem. He's like, oh, I know I did this terrible thing, and I feel really bad about it, but it wasn't me. <laughs> I blacked out. You know what I'm saying? I blacked out. It wasn't me. It was the venom. I'm trying to get it under control. <laughs> you know? And at some point, he'll maybe he'll stop using it, even though I don't think he can, because I think it's like he's like linked in a way where it's like if venom's like away from him certain t- a certain amount of time, he's, he'll die. So it's just like... He probably can't look, stop, but look, man, uh, Venom is a habit you can't kick. Right, but just trust ask Batman. <laughs> but yeah, like Flash will totally like t- turn on Doc Ock without question. He, he doesn't care. He's like, you're a bad guy. Yeah, but anyway, and heck, do you even care? Do you care if Peter Parker's coming back or not? Uh, I, I, 
I don't because I knew he was like okay. that's the kind of that's kind of story that you see it's going to happen. It's just going to take a while to get to it. I'm interested to see how he's going to come back and yeah. how it leads to Doc Ock being bad, like completely bad again. Because yeah. I figure something's going to happen where he's just going to go. I tried to be good. You wouldn't let me. He's going to try to kill some people or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, and and I think that pretty much uh, that pretty much like sums the whole thing up. Where it's like, from a story perspective, it's like, yeah, we we all knew Peter Parker would come back at some point, and I, none of us are going to be surprised by that. I mean, really, but, there's no reason for Miles Morales to come into the six one six and be the reason he comes back. Wait, wait, there's no reason for him to come to 616? What do you mean, and be the reason he comes like, 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 there's nothing stopping him from coming into the 616, and Miles is the reason Peter comes back. Hey, why would, what, Peter Parker's like, uh, what, who is Spider-Man? Uh-uh, not on my watch. And he comes back from the dead. <laughs> he, he literally turns over in his grave. Yeah, he <laughs> over his grave, comes back just to stop Miles Morales from being Spider-Man. That would suck so bad. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to play out like that, but that but would not, be hilarious. Not a lot of books I was okay with, but not this. No, this is too, too, too much asking for yeah. There's a black guy in New York trying to be me. Can't have it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Then, then you find out that uh, Spider-Man is Sub-Z. <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. That too I mean, funny. when the, when the trade the trade paperback comes out, I'll probably look for it, try to read it. Yeah. Well, look that that actually uh, kind of makes a a, a a decent kind of segue because um, we did a story about Dennis Cohen not too long ago. Who uh, you know, Dennis Cohen, the artist that was a uh, he, he's one of the guys that was one of the uh, like founding and significant members over at Milestone, and his art got stolen. Uh, he had like he sent, I want to say like twenty nine pages of art to a museum uh, for an African American uh, art exhibit, and it, he sent it via UPS, and then. The pages disappear, and uh, yeah, we that's UPS for you. I know, right? And so we did. We did the story when this happened. Uh, actually, I think it was Moses that actually that actually did it. Um, talking about uh, the museum in Baltimore that was supposed to be getting this this shipment of all his art, and the art never showed up, and it was gone. They they kind of everybody was sad, and they put the the feelers out to everybody, like, hey man, if anybody knows anything, please let us know. Well, he got his art back. Oh, nice. Somebody just, you know, anonymous, anonymously found it and sent it back. <laughs> and uh, they, they, they couldn't find a buyer for it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? I don't want no comics. Look, somebody had, had stolen the art, but then they decided to return it, apparently. And so, um, yeah. He basically... The art was returned. He he let everybody know, hey, the art showed back up. It was a little damaged, but it's here. He was happy and, and appreciative that that 
it 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 came back. And so that's cool. But here's the sad part of this whole <laughs> of this whole thing that and you know I'll I'll go ahead and say sad is is my perspective of, of this because you know I guess you could look at it a few different ways but in the whole the whole story of Dennis Cohen getting his art back and you know letting everybody know like hey I got it back thanks a lot da 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 you had uh, Stephen Bissett who's another well known artist. Uh, a dude that he did classic classic work on Swamp Thing back in the day well Stephen Bissett decided to take that opportunity to to go ahead and say like oh um, it's funny that, that Dennis Cohen got his stuff back but I remember back in the day I had some artwork go missing and Dennis Cohen said he knew who took it, but wouldn't tell us. What? Right. And he said he said that like, oh, back when I was at DC back in the day, Dennis said he knew who took our art. It was me and him having a conversation. I couldn't find my Swamp Thing cover, and I was like, "Who took it?" And he was like, "Oh, not cool, man." Wait, this sounds like a like somebody like somebody like took a cover from his desk and like is in the office or in the DC offices, right? But this is like literally, literally. So what's the worst that happened? Wait, you have to redrew it. Well, redraw what? a couple of panels. Is well, like yeah. a, I mean, no, 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 no. I don't want to. I don't want to. You don't want to minimize his theft. Mm. You know, you don't yeah, want to minimize dude. his theft. I mean, I will say it's a little strange that it's like, okay, this was something that happened thirty years ago, <laughs> and you bring it back up now, and I, I get it where you're like, oh, you know, Dennis was involved. Thirty years that, ago, I was in I was in the DC offices, and somebody st- took my pudding pop out of the fridge. Said <laughs> he knew he did it, but he wouldn't tell me. So right, right, right. So that Dude, I'm on his side. That's on whose side? The I don't I don't remember the swamp. Thing oh, oh, Steve, Stephen Bissett. Yeah, it's like that is fucked up. Well, and your art goes missing. Fuck you. You deserve it, and now it's back, and that's bullshit. Well, 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 no, well, well here's and that motherfucker still knows who stole his art, wait. and still isn't saying shit. Well, wait, wait. Here's the other side of the story, though. Here's the other side of the story. You gotta wait for both sides of the story. So Stephen, so I'm sorry. So so Dennis Cohen responds, you know, and it's like, hey, guess what? Thirty years ago. I wasn't even working at DC. <laughs> That's his response. Wasn't even working at DC. I don't know who Steve Bissett is talking about, but this conversation he had wasn't with me. It might have been some other black dude at DC. <laughs> That's the response. Might have been some other black dude at DC. It wasn't me. And that's the messed up part of the whole thing where it's like, he's like, I don't know why he felt the need to bring up something that happened 30 years ago to go ahead and throw shade on my situation right now, but I guarantee you that he and I have never had this conversation. And you can go and fact check that because I wasn't even working at DC 30 years ago. And, you know, Steve Bissett, I mean, like, again, I think it's a little messed up, but this is my opinion. I like Steve Bissett's a very talented dude, but he is an older white gentleman. And I'm just saying, Dennis Cohen, he's not a young, young black guy, but he's a younger black guy. And I'm, you know, 
there's no reason either one of these guys would really lie about this whole thing. So it's easier to kind of be like, well, you know what? Maybe Steve Bissett just got confused and thought that was a different black dude than was, you know, it was a different black guy he was having a conversation with. And somebody oh, might... Oh, you know, <laughs> well, here, and that's the thing where somebody might go ahead and say, well, why is it got to be he doesn't know which black dude he's talking to? And I would go ahead and say, well, if you've been a black guy before, you understand that sometimes white guys think you're a different black guy than you actually are. Like, that happens. But he just basically accused a random black guy of a crime. I, I, I mean... Kind of, sort of. happens a lot. Yeah, like, kind of, sort of. I was like, well, no, wasn't me. It was a black guy. <laughs> right, right. Well, you see, I had a swamp thing cover on my desk, and it was Friday night. Right, and I'm just saying, so it's, I called the cops. It's no thing for him to be like, hey, that name sounds familiar. Didn't he work at D.C.? That's probably the black dude that was at D.C. when I was at D.C. But it might very well be a totally different black guy. Like, that happens sometimes. And that's what I'm saying, where it's just like, I've been the black guy that somebody thought was the other black guy. And when I meet that black dude, it's like, that dude, like, okay, I wear glasses. He doesn't. I'm dark. Somebody thought he's, you were the black nerd on YouTube. Right? He's, he's caramel. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, it's like, they're distinct differences. It's like, you know, I weigh, like, you know, 200 plus pounds. He weighs 140. <laughs> it's just like what how could you think we're that same that's we're not the same person there's Brother no Brock does get you dude, he does get you and uh black hair mixed up all the time who does coin up rob oh no he doesn't no he doesn't no coin up rob knows the difference between me and andre now i can't go beyond me and andre i don't know like the rest of you black nerds might be random as hell <laughs> but me and my, me and andre he knows <laughs> but I, you know, I just thought it was funny because I was like, man, that sucks because, I mean, he didn't, and don't get me wrong, it's not like Stephen Bissett sent out a press release or anything, but what he did do was like, he put it on Facebook and he was just like, yeah, it's funny that this guy's all like, oh, I got my art back because back in the day when I was like, hey, man, where's my Swamp Thing cover? He was like, hey, I know who, he implied, I know who took it, but I'm not going to say. It went missing from my desk at work. Right, 30, 30 years ago. And, you know, and for him to come back and just be like, dude, guess what? I wasn't even working at D.C. 30 years ago. Get your facts straight. I'm not that black guy. See, when you said funny. that there was a bad, like, bad news associated with the story, I thought it was going to be that the art they were covered was still from Milestone Comics. <laughs> better art. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> but, yeah. And don't get me wrong. It's unfortunate because, I mean, like, Steve Bissett is, is, I mean, he's, he's a very talented dude. And, you know, by no means, nobody's saying the guy's racist or anything like that. Because, you know, which, again, it's funny because even the story, the story that I read said that too. Where it's like, you know, I'm not saying the dude's racist, which, you know, you shouldn't have to say. But, unfortunately, in the day and age, you have to say because people will just jump on you and attack you. They're like, what are you trying to say about Steve Bissett? It's like, well, dude, what I'm trying to say about Steve Bissett is he may have gotten two different separate individual black people confused for one another. And guess what? That's not okay because, you know, it's like it turns out we're different people. <laughs> and, it, and it's like just because they're, they're the black guy doesn't mean that they're all the same black guy. But, you know. Hey, that happens sometimes. Yeah. It was actually interesting. I was watching Brain Games mm -hmm. and they were talking about the difference between 
men and women's brains. Mm -hmm. And it turns out guys have bad, like, facial memory. I believe that. So, between him being black and (laughs) the dude being a guy, like, that can happen. Right. Because all those features just blend into one another. Like, you know, sometimes guys are, are the friggin' connect camera. And they just don't know the difference. <laughs> they just don't know the difference. It's all the same to them. Okay, fine. It happens. Here's another big uh, comic book news story that happened uh, through the week. We're just, we're, 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 oh, you, you, you sure, Jay? We don't have to, but it's bad form. You're, you're right. It is bad form. Look, we'll, just this once. <laughs> just this once. Because we'll, 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 end, we'll end a little early. <laughs> and a little early, because we we got good we got good momentum we got good mo we got good mo but Joe's being a good um, producer here trying to get me to go on break we're, we got we got we have the big mo um so DC announced that Wally West is going to be making his debut soon in the new Fifty Two yeah. no one gives a damn anymore damn it no one cares they're like look. Peter Parker, Wally West, too little, too late. Everybody's like, no, <laughs> no, yeah. no one cares. Wally West right, is too little, too late. Make such a big deal about we're doing something new, we're doing something new, and then six months later, or in this case, two years later, you're like, you know what? Screw, screw you, and people who like the new stuff. We're gonna go back to the old stuff that was failing. It, it is something new. It's a new take, and it's bullshit. You know me, I'm a Bart Allen fan, so... So what? It's like, I like Flashes, but... (laughs) You know, after all this time, like... Yeah, I did want to know where Wally West was in the beginning, but now... (laughs) But now, it's like, eh... Turns out he was in the old universe. Like, where's Jesse Quick? I want to know where she is. Where's Jesse Quick? (laughs) Joe, I think you're like one of like seven people asking that question. I love it. I love that you're that guy, though. I do. I really love that about you because it's like, Where, where's uh, where's Jay Garrick? Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick yeah. is in the He's new in fifty-two. Earth two, right? Uh, no. Is he in Earth two? Oh, yeah, actually, you know what? I think you're right. Right. But I think there's a Jay Garrick in the old fifty or in in the new fifty-two too. I think. Oh, okay. I think I might be wrong about that. I stopped reading Flash comics. <laughs> so, so after after what two years, the new fifty two is full of plot holes like the old universe. Yeah, I mean, but you know, it's comics. <laughs> yeah, I don't yes. know, I don't know. But what I will say is, uh, they said that the the Flash Annual is going to be bringing back uh, Flash Annual number three will be bringing back Wally West. And that's going to happen this spring. Um, so you know, I mean, and I mean, slowly but surely, these characters that people want are coming back because they they talked about um, Stephanie Brown. Stephanie Brown. Oh, she's back. coming back. Mm-hmm. See yeah, that Scott, I'm excited about. Scott Snyder says Stephanie Brown will will be coming back. Like I will read Scott Snyder Batman if he brings <laughs> Stephanie Brown back. <laughs> yeah, she's coming back. And so, uh, Flash, uh, Wally West's Flash is going to be coming back, too. I don't know if they're going to... I mean, I guess, apparently, they would coexist, right? 
And is it isn't uh, Wally West the Flash that debuted in Arrow or no? I haven't seen it yet. Um, Anybody know? No, no, no. It's not. Oh, it is. It's it's Barry Allen. Yeah, because Barry, Barry Allen. Allen is the the policeman. Oh, okay. And they even had it where uh, lightning struck and the chemicals fell on them. Everything exact same way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Was it? It was good. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Okay, I gotta go catch up on Arrow because I haven't, I haven't been catching up or I haven't been watching. Whole episode and the mid season finale were crazy, crazy. So stuff. if you want to know more about this, you can listen to our new show, new show, Starling City Radio. Yeah. Here on all games Fridays, right before Shieldcast. Here on all games Fridays. <laughs> there you go. You know That's I right, don't Derek really watch Arrow. So I'm going to skip those podcasts? No, you should listen, and it'll make you want to watch. No, if you listen, you're going to get all the spoilers. <laughs> it's okay. Joe you doesn't know, mind enhancing his experience. Well, not for a show I don't care about. Like It'll okay. make you care. I find that hard to believe. I don't know. It's Arrow. Like, it's what's good, to man. care about? It's good. Yeah. I'm not saying every episode is money. But I'm saying overall, it's good. And that girl got a nice rear end too. What's her name? That <laughs> girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's enough right there to make you watch. Wait, who? <laughs> the the nerdy chick that helps uh, Arrow. Yeah, every like every guy, every superhero needs like a nerd helping them. But they made this uh, the stereotypical hot nerd chick. Hmm. But turns out she but has what's a her name? Yeah, she's got name. Real name? I don't know. Or her character's name. Like one. Felicity? Felicity? Yeah, Felicity Strong? Felicity Strange? I don't so. know. So while Joe uh, Googles her backside, here's another story. Yeah. The only pictures of her face. Well, you get, you got to put the, the name. Felicity Moody. Yeah, Felicity cool. Booty. Uh, here's Parenthes another. That. Here's another story. Uh, Comicsology is the number one non-game app on iTunes. No, it's more pictures of her face. Just <laughs> iTunes Store Comicsology. In all games chat, I put I put a I put a link. Wait, what? All game no, I, iTunes what? <laughs> iTunes booty. <laughs> the number one non-game app on iTunes on the iTunes Store is Comixology. Oh, I love Comixology. Yeah, which is a big deal because those games like do microtransactions like a mug. So it got the number eleven spot. You know, I never microtransaction on those games. Yeah, I refuse to. It's like a matter of principle. Well, that's good. I'm glad you don't, because I've I have other people that have told me that they do, and the amount of money they spend is ridiculous on some of these games. Yeah, I've heard that too. From I mean, I almost considered it for the middle manager of justice. No, dude, don't spend money on that. For game. like four bucks, all your funds will like multiply and replenish. No, you don't need that. Yeah, it's more fun. I'm not you... even playing that anymore. Oh, okay. It's more fun when you just let it happen over time. There's more strategic element to it. It's more fun when you sit back and let it happen. 
Is Hecht raping people? What? Maybe. Sir, I have never. How dare you? It didn't really sound like a no, right? <laughs> it just was kind of like, how dare you call me out on my rape? <laughs> That's what it sounded like, right? Look, man. You suck. Look, it, it, look what you said about Doc Ock. All you, I'm saying is... Heck totally was like, don't hate the player, hate the game. It's like, what did you say, Heck? Heck was like, yeah, so? Yeah, so that's a big deal. Um, yeah. So that's good for comicsology. And that's good for comics. I mean, that means a lot of people are buying comic books uh, digitally. <laughs> uh, uh, that, and that is bad news for stores. Oh, someone well, put a picture of her butt in chat. It was Derek. That's what he said. I wasn't listening to him. You didn't hear him say, I'm going to put this? Okay, never mind. You were trying to <laughs> talk about iTunes. Yeah. Well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. Yes. I don't need to watch for that. It's a white booty. It's okay. Yeah, Red Entertainment agrees. He doesn't see the appeal in that image. I mean, Red Entertainment is a gender. Yeah, you know what? Uh, that's not a, a negative not sharing what Red Entertainment thinks is attractive. I, I mean, Red Entertainment has a black wife. <laughs> Wait, is that true? I mean, let's, be, let's be honest. Red Entertainment is probably the one that stole the artwork. <laughs> Red Entertainment stole, stole the Swamp Thing cover from 30 years ago. Everybody knows <laughs> that about Red Entertainment. You would have told, you told him, look, I think that black guy knows something about it over there. This was Red Entertainment. Who knew? How do, you say that, how do you say that chick's last name? Is it Smoke? Yeah, Smoke. Is smoke? It, no, is it really Smoke? Yeah. No, but no, I need you to be Are you being real with me, Derek? Let's be Smoke. That's uh, why does she come with that fake name? Like, why is it that fake? Is what I want to know. Why couldn't she just be Felicity Williams, Oliver Queen? Oh, oh no, oh that's her her character name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought that was I thought that was oh, her, her real name. No. I thought that was her real. That's, name. Uh, that that is the LA name though. Felicity Smoke. <laughs> I think that was a real name. LA name or porn star name. Both. They're kind of mixed it up now. Synonymous. <laughs> That's like, you know. Ask Derek. I introduced him to a tangerine. That's just, what? That's, that's the chick's real name. What are just, you? What are you? What kind of influence are you? I'm poor Derek. She's not. She's not a stripper. <laughs> she's not a, a stripper or a prostitute or anything. It's just, that's her, and that's her real name. Her name is Tangerine. Oh, in that case, she's I'm an actress. Close. She's what you gonna call it? <laughs> she's she works. So you know. Yeah. I'm not gonna say anything. Derek didn't get them, did it? No, you shouldn't. She's a real actress, not like your fake actresses, Joe. Not the chick that you invite over here. What did you say, Derek? I didn't get the actresses digits. I got a comedian's digits. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah. Wait, wait. Her boyfriend, or are you talking about like a female comedian? No, you were there. I don't know which one. I don't remember. The the one with the hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. Don't worry. Look, we, we got to introduce you to some other comedian chicks. <laughs> some some cuter ones. We got it. Creep 
<laughs> uh, let's see what else is happening. Like there are other stories. Like, um, do you oh. use Comicsology at all? I use it a little bit. I use it a lot. Yeah, like uh, Moses and Oz. Well, actually, not Oz so much, but Moses is our primary like digital comic guy. But I, he hates comics. Yeah, but you know, he's our pri- <laughs> he's our primary digital comic guy. I I personally prefer uh prefer physical comic books. So yeah, I'm all for physical comic books. I got an 11 inch tablet for Christmas, and I gotta I gotta say I don't ever see myself going back to regular. I can, I, I keep telling myself I'm gonna go back to regular comics, but yeah, because like when you look at a comicology on like a little seven inch tablet or on the phone, it's like okay, yeah, okay, I'm reading comics, but yeah, when you get it on a big tablet, it's like yeah. oh god, this yeah. is. No, no, trust me, I, I'm right there with you. And the di- the digital pages, you know, I mean, because the the stuff is colored digitally, and so you're seeing the truest representation of what the art was supposed to look like when you actually look at it on a screen like that, because that's related or anything. It's just sharp and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so I I won't deny that by any means, but I what I will say is. You know, I, I like the way comic books smell. I like that feel in my hand. And I like, uh, you know, like turning pages. And sir, sir, are you huffing comic books? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. But yeah. And, 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 and okay. don't get me wrong. At some point, I realize that I'll become like the record collector guy. I get it. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, comic book guys are already record collectors of guys. Because not like you can go and get a... Uh, uh, single issue comic book just out anywhere. You have to pretty much go to a comic book store for the most part. Barnes and Noble yeah. stopped selling comics. Yeah, right. Barnes and Noble's only doing graphic novels and trades, and that's okay. But, um, you know, at some point, I'll probably have to make some kind or at least more of an effort to do the digital thing. And w- what I will say is, I actually, w- w- what I do do digitally. Whoa, whoa, doo doo. What I do do digitally is, you know, like things like Infinite Comics or uh, Thrill Bent, which are companies that are making comics strictly for the digital space. I I definitely dabble there more because I feel like it's like a di- it's like a different medium because the way that the presentation uh <coughs> comes comes across is made specifically for a digital space. And so it's like it, it's a different thing as opposed to me looking at like basically just a scanned page and swiping. So it's kind of it's kind of like the the Injustice comic how it was strictly for digital, but then when enough come out, they put it out in a big book. Well, it's different because even though Injustice was digital first, it still was just a, a comic book scanned into. It's basically just a digital comic. You know, uh, the the Infinite comics and the Thrillbent comics sometimes, like, they take advantage of the fact that you they know you're using it on a digital platform. So the way that the comic, pr- like, is presented is something that can only be done in a di- digital space. Like, because they do things with, like, layering and sound effects and mm-hmm. and the way that things decide to swipe into the scene... It's like it, it does it a little different. I would I would definitely encourage anyone that loves comic books to to try that stuff. I I don't know Derek if you've gotten the chance to do that, but if you go to the actual like infinite comics space and 
use those versus just the regular stuff that Marvel's doing digitally, it's it's very different and it's cool. So so it's kind of like an interactive comic. Um. Uh, no, only because inter- you're not interacting. You're just watching it. Well, inter oh, yeah, because yeah. an interactive would would imply more so like there's choices to be made. I would say, which they do have some comics that are like that, but that's not what those. That's com- not what you're talking about. No, no. What I'm talking about is, for instance, um, like you know how sometimes when you're when you see a comic book and it might have three panels. And there's only one element different from panel to panel. Yeah. Well, when when you're talking about like a Marvel digital comic, instead of you swiping to get to the next panel, if you touch the screen or swipe or whatever, it might just put that extra layer on top of what you're seeing. Like that, that person might appear. And then a sound effect might happen or something like that. And it like it, it does things that you only can do in the digital space where it adds particular elements to the panel as opposed to you swiping to get to the next one which is the main difference I think between a digital comic or just a standard digital comic and what they're doing there which is like it it like I think people would describe it as more interactive but just because you know we're gamer people interactive generally means something different to us where you're like actually kind of infe- affecting the outcomes of things yeah. Yeah, you don't we don't affect any outcomes with these things, but you definitely it's a more um it, it's a it's a different experience than a regular comic book. So Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. Can you dig it? Yes he can. <laughs> uh let's see. So I'm sure there are other stories we could talk about, but it, it, we're we're kinda like at the end of our rope here in regards to this little doodad that we call Fantastic Forum. So I guess we should go ahead and play some uh, some closing music. We have time for one more story though, right? Yeah, you want to you wanna go ahead and add something? Or you want me to say something? Um, I can't. I could do either one. I don't have a story. I could try and look for one, but no, that no, might no. take the time. No, I got have. you. Um... How you guys feel about about uh, Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt doing this Sandman movie? He's producing it. Do you guys want to see we him? We talked about that already. Okay. I mean, do you not want to talk about it anymore? Is that what you're saying, or what? I mean, I mean, what else has to be said? I mean, I mean, could find out, or we could just not. I mean, <laughs> I, I, look, I don't know what you want from me, Jay. You're like. You give me a story, and I'm I'm trying to put one out here, and you're like, we've already <laughs> talked about that. Well, what do you want to say then? You give me a story, Jay. Go. Um. <laughs> I have stories, but. <laughs> okay, here, here's another one for you. A How Hollywood about- blacksmith recreated Sephiroth's sword from Final Fantasy VII. Okay. That's well, news. <laughs> That's fair. It, it's it's happened. Do you want a Sephiroth sword? Nah. 
just like nope. and there you go. Well, I mean, you know what I want. Guys that has the replica swords and that. Because I, at one point, I wanted a Kill Bill sword, and I was like, wait a minute, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. You don't Look, man, if you got a Hanzo sword, you'd be cutting God. You don't want to do that. No. no. Like a lightsaber, I can see, but a sword. <laughs> like, come on. I want to get a scissor blade. You you want a scissor blade? Yeah. What what is a scissor blade? From Kill to Kill. Oh. Okay. So, the Gotham TV series says that oh, it'll feature origin stories for people like uh, the Riddler, Penguin, and the Joker. That's that's gonna suck so bad. <laughs> I know before I said you shouldn't say stuff sucks before it comes out, but you did say that. But really, I mean, you, like totally. Thinking, it's like, hey, we're gonna do a story about Batman City. Oh wow! So Batman? Nope, nope, no Batman. No, no Batman. Well, we're gonna talk about the guys that he always has to come save because they suck so much. That's too yeah. Much. Well, comedy, no, no, we're we're taking it seriously. We're gonna be real serious. Well, they did say in the story that actually uh, people, people uh, like Fox's Kevin Riley did say Batman will actually appear in the show, in the show, but not until the final episode. Yeah, but who are they going to get? Is it Affleck or somebody else? Is, is Affleck going to show up? I don't know. There's going to be a guy in the suit where you see a shadow. I don't know. They're going to get Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that someone else knows Pete Holmes' name other than me now. <laughs> Good for him. He deserves it. He's hilarious. Yeah. If it, look, I wouldn't even know if I'd be mad if it was Pete Holmes. Would I be mad? Maybe not. <laughs> Dude's funny. If the whole thing as a comedy, then that would be great. But don't. They're gonna take it. Which oh, what's the deal with Marvel doing all comedies now? With Guardians Wait. of the Galaxy and Ant Man. No, see, that's not all comedies. It's two big comedies. The next two big movies are big comedies. Well, Guardians is going to be an action comedy, and then we don't know what the tone for Ant Man is going to be yet. Edgar Wright and Paul Rudd. I mean, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. But I mean, in, in fairness, we saw that Hansel and Gretel uh, movie night, and that wasn't really a comedy. And uh, Will Ferrell and Adam McKay were producers. I think it was supposed to be funny, though. Okay. Hansel and Gretel has lighter moments, but it's an action. It's an it, it's it's actually not an action comedy. It's it's action with light moments. Yeah. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, I, I honestly I think Guardians will probably end up being funnier than Ant Man. But we'll see. Because I think Edgar... Punched punched the hell out of his wife. That's not really... Right. And um, I I wouldn't be surprised if Edgar Wright is going to try to, like... You know, I mean, he's definitely going to have his stamp, his signature on it. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's trying to, like, get a little bit away from what he normally does with this. Not only to try to, you know, make sure that the audience is good, but just for his own credentials, like he would love to, or I don't want to say he would love, but I wouldn't be surprised if he would like to be able to be seen as something other than what people know him for. So we'll, we'll see. We have to see how it turns out, but trust me, I think, I think Marvel 
has been doing a great job of making sure that all these movies fit a particular tone. And I don't think that Guardians and Ant-Man are going to be the place where <coughs> you're going to be like, whoa, like how is this going to jibe up with Captain America and Thor and Iron Man? It's going to be fine. Because, I mean, all those movies have lighter moments anyway, but Guardians will probably be the funniest, the funniest one yet. But I don't think it's going to be so funny that we're going to be like, I don't know if those guys can be on screen with the other ones. But who knows? We'll we'll see. For all I know, Guardians is where it all falls apart. But I don't think so. I think, I think Guardians is where it all falls apart. Like, like, after they got over the Thor hump, I'm... I'm I'm totally down for Guardians. Like and that, yeah, they had the they had the the uh, stack the deck on Thor. Like they really stacked that deck to make sure it came out okay. Guardians, it, what the biggest name is what Vin Diesel? See, and he's a tree or something. Is oh. is but, Vin Diesel the biggest name? No, no, dude, friggin' isn't Zoe Saldana in that joint? Zoe Saldana's a bigger name than Vin Diesel. No, what? No, <laughs> no, she's not. No? Okay, maybe she's just a better actress. Yes, no, well, come on, the raccoon is a better actress than Vin Diesel. The ra- the raccoon is friggin' Which, wait a minute, isn't the raccoon is a whatchamacallit? Isn't that dude a bigger name than Vin Diesel? The, I don't know. The hangover guy. Brian Callen? The main hangover. I mean, not Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Isn't Bradley Cooper a bigger name than Vin Diesel? He's doing it, he's doing it over his iPhone. He's not even showing up. What? <laughs> what? You said it like Vin Diesel's on set. Wait, what's Vin Diesel? <laughs> Vin Diesel's playing Groot. He's playing the tree, like Derek just said. It's like Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper are doing the same kind of thing. Uh, oh, okay, so the two biggest stars in this movie. Are not are recording their lines in their underwear at home. Hey, it worked for Scarlett Johansson. Ooh, hey girl. Like I just had a picture of her recording her lines in her underwear at home. Hey. Holla at me, Scarlett Joe. Sorry, Dina. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. I got swept up. This has a. Uh, this has gone downhill. Did, did any of you guys have anybody? Has anybody here seen her? No, the, the movie Her. No. <laughs> Her says who? <laughs> Her. I'm not she mad. I'm not mad at you, Hank. That's no. That's the right response. Hey, look, I, my mom was here, and she when we saw the trailer because we were trying to find a movie to watch. I was like, "Oh, what about her?" And she's like, and she's like uh, "Derek, that's that's ridiculous. It's about a man talking to his computer. That's just dumb." And then she turned on her iPhone and said. Siri, what are the movies coming out? <laughs> <laughs> right. The movies, but, man, look at it really wrong. Really right after you said that. that was really... Look, she didn't see the irony in it at all, right? Nope. <laughs> nope. I gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right. Let's play some wrap-up music, Jay. No, Jay. Not break music. Wrap-up music. Dun, 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 dun. See? He knows it. Why don't you know it? <laughs> Da, 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 da. That's what I need. Got to beatbox that shit. Right. Exactly. Heck, why don't you give me some final thoughts, brother? Uh, comic books, yay. I don't know. I'm so behind. I was reading, uh, was it, uh, Forever Evil, and I got so behind on that. It's good. You should catch up. I, I, uh, I have some 
things to read. I'm gonna get to it probably tomorrow or something. I I gotta give Forever Evil uh, props because they they're managing to like successfully tell basically like three different de- like three different stories that can exist on their own. As I mean, one. I would hope so. They've been building to this since the beginning of the new Fifty Two. That is true. And uh, yeah, they're they're telling they're telling a lot of different stories at once, and they're all pretty damn good. I'm I'm very I'm very impressed with that, and it's like it's definitely getting me interested in reading titles that I would not normally be reading in the DC uh, New Fifty Two. So props to DC for that. Derek my, H. My, oh, I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? Heck. Nah, I was I was gonna say my only problem is it's spanning so many titles that you gotta be. You gotta have like stock market money to be able to get everything. <laughs> well, I will say this: uh, you don't have to buy everything. It's like if you have access to it, I would say do it. But if you don't, I do feel like you could probably li- uh, read uh, Forever Evil, the actual event book itself, and uh-huh. and do Justice League, and you could be okay. You'll miss a little bit. I won't lie. Like th- there'll definitely be some things that happen in like Justice League Dark that you'll kind of be like, wait. So when did that happen? And they'll give you the footnote, but they'll tell you enough about it that you won't be lost. So you try to focus on Forever Evil and the actual Justice League book, and you'll be all right. Sounds good. Yeah, Derek H. Final thoughts. And uh, the Injustice comic book is back. Uh, and I was worried about whether I should keep reading it, but there are two panels in there where basically Black, I think it's a Black Canary? Is that who she is? Yeah. Black Canary is, stares down Superman, and I don't know how that guy did it, but he drew, I understood exactly what was going on in her mind from the way he drew her eyes look, staring down Superman. I was like, you know what? It's good. I'm going to keep reading this sucker for it until this is over. I'm it, in it for the long run. Is, is Injustice, is it volume two? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause so wait, when did that come out? It came out last week. Really? I didn't. I I saw. I read the last Injustice, like number twelve, and that joint was spectacular. I was like, I, I I was really impressed, and I'm just like, I'm glad that they gave Tom Taylor his own book to to do stuff in in uh the new fifty two because he's an amazing writer and he's been doing fantastic stuff with those characters in Injustice. And I think he's gonna have that same leeway uh, in. I think he's doing Earth Two, and because it's not main DC continuity, but I'm hoping at some point they let him loose in the actual DC universe and let him do those kind of outlandish ideas, so they can tell good stories uh, or better stories. I should say. I'm sorry, because uh, it's not like I. J- I just gave them props for telling multiple good stories. They're telling some good stories, but Tom Taylor, he's top notch, man. And Justice, you're right. It's fantastic, Derek. Yeah. Jay, give us some final thoughts, dude. Um, Bitten started today on the Sci-Fi Network, which is based off the novel Bitten by Kelly Armstrong. It's good stuff. So, um, Are you thinking it's going to be good stuff? You know, I enjoyed the book mm-hmm. once I got past, you know, my misconceptions of what it was. Gotcha. So, you know, a werewolf book about a pack of werewolves that are having trouble with independent 
what werewolves they, they call them mutts. So <laughs> it's basically like the elitist pack that kind of tries to control things, and these other outsiders that they're fighting with. Mm-hmm. Why that sounds like social commentary. No, it's really just a sex book about with werewolves in it. <laughs> but sex book, you say? Yeah. I'm in. And I hear the show like starts off with a really intense sex scene. Uh, I'm double you know, intense for basic cable. So, you know, it's good. I mean, if it's like the book, it should be decent. Okay. I know there were some cool concepts in there that I really enjoyed reading. That's fair. Cool. Sounds good. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys for hanging out. We do appreciate you, uh, especially you good folks that stuck in for the long haul. Um, We'll be back next week, and we're going to be talking all types of cool comic book stuff. Uh, I I guess we'll give you that... that, um, race swap conversation that we promised you earlier in the show because that didn't happen and maybe Joe might read the article about eight or 90s anime versus no I wrote the article oh I just didn't have all my rebuttals repair, uh, prepared uh, yet okay Joe will have his rebuttals repaired, uh, prepared for next week they'll be prepared and repaired it's fantastic form till next week we're out <laughs>